transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Sometimes I have to remember to record, to hit the record <laughs> button, because I look forward to our convos, but I forget that we record them at times. Guys, the council has assembled once again. UFR number 21. Oh, yeah. And we have <laughs> our man. Our, our man. He ain't Friday. He's Jasper St. Germain. How's it going, <laughs> my friend? It's going well. Going well. Glad to be back. Hell yeah. It's good to have you back, man. It's uh, like, God damn, dude. Like, it feels like equally just the other day and also like way too long ago that we had you on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it was like four months or something. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. October, like that. Uh, no, it's like the first week of November, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's fucking, That's fucking crazy. <laughs> what have you been doing in the meantime, man? Uh, more of the same, uh, for the most part, you know, playing yeah. music, jamming around, working. We got to move the people who bought my parents' place. They're like ready to use the house we're living in. So oh, we're moving in a month or so. So we're going to live with Emmett and Erica for a minute while we mm-hmm. like, you know, get a home loan and buy a house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, That's dude, cool. I mean, something forward to them. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I hope the move is as smooth as possible man that shit always is like i hate moving like it's the bane of my existence i feel like yeah mm-hmm. i've moved so many times like when we were on the west side we moved like five times i think in <laughs> seven months or something yeah. it was ridiculous yeah there's i think for like i want to say like three years we definitely we had to move every single year and it was just because like you know like the landlord would decide to like sell the house or something you know like not like mm-hmm. nothing like malicious in, in, inherently but you're just like god damn another move <laughs> all right let's fucking go like yeah god. so exactly. you know i'm looking but, forward to the day that i can settle in yeah uh you know it's a catalyst to us getting our own place so exactly the money's there it's just gotta go through the process of uh you know buying yeah. a house yeah yeah one buying yeah, man so hopefully soon I'll have Diarrhea Studios open. I'll actually buy a microphone instead of just quit using the uh, iPad mic. Ah, shit. <laughs> hey, man, Diarrhea Studios sounds like a place to fucking be. <laughs> you said you've been jamming, man. What do you, how's, uh, have you been like creating anything, recording anything? Or are you just, uh, you, you jamming um, with like friends? What's, your, what's, what's the status there? A little bit of both. I recorded a song and put it up maybe like a few weeks ago. It's called oh, yeah. Imaladris IBS. Shout outs. Where, where can people yeah. find it, man? On SoundCloud. Diarrhea warning. Diarrhea warning on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Stomach <laughs> cramps and hot brown rain. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I put up a oh, bunch of new rain. music since our uh, last podcasts. There's like 15 songs or so on there now, so... Dude, it is impressive, man. <laughs> I turned, I did all that in like basically six weeks. I just was doing like two songs every week, every six days, something like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, and then, it's fucking over. 
So I've been, I have a couple in the can, got a couple I'm sitting on, just gotta like program some drums and record. Like, Somehow sorry. those are all related to shit, the things you said. <laughs> I, got, so I got a couple in the can, I'm sitting on a couple. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. It's just, <laughs> it's just seeping out of me. Oh, I got, oh, so I went to, we went to Las Vegas, like for our second anniversary. We went with Emmett and Erica and it was really fun. But the last morning we were like getting ready to go and I was having some drinks cause I don't like to fly. So I was like loosening up. We had some pizza from the night before and apparently it didn't really get cold enough in the fridge. I like half a slice of it. I straight up got food poisoning and like oh. on the flight. Oh yeah. Oh. All over me in the seat. It got in this lady's hair. Oh, it was oh. what? And I threw up, like, my again. fucking nightmare. And then like on the flight to Ashby, like twice. And then like, oh, just like at the tra- <laughs> on the street next to 7-Eleven, we were driving home. I just opened the door and like, oh, let loose. No, yeah. Oh, um, dude, I'm sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking that, that is Jameson said it. That's that's my nightmare, man. Like, that's fucking crazy. How early in the flight did this happen? An hour in, right at drink service, I was oh, like, no. "Like I'm not feeling good. I'm just like maybe I'm motion sick, and like I'll just have to take a little drink. That usually helps." And I took like one little sip of gin, and my stomach just turned upside down. And I like got the guy next to me. I'm like, "I have to get up. I have to go to the bathroom." But then like the drink cart was to the right of me, so there's just no helping it. So I like, went for the bag, but it got oh, no. in my mask and like everywhere. Oh, oh god! It was a nightmare moment for sure. It was, but nobody gave a shit. That was the weird thing. There was no. Yeah, everyone was just like, <laughs> nobody <there>. cared. <laughs> things happen on there. Oh, you're leaving Las Vegas. You're throwing up. Yep. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, so, yeah, I was sick for a few days after that. Was that on the way there or on the way back? On the way back. Oh, okay. I was careful to like, you know, pace myself, not over drink, not throw up and get sick in Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> pizza that got me on the way out. You almost got away. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. laughing at your misfortune, but that is still just hilarious. Oh, oh god yeah. damn, dude. Yeah, it's a I know. It couldn't be a better it's a great story. You should you should write like a you know, like a, a song inspired by drunk on a plane, but just puke on a plane. I don't know. Oh just yeah. Puke on a plane. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fucking there. gnarly. But you know what else is gnarly? This playlist you put together, dude. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's a doozy, man. So you see so you mentioned that this was like in this influenced or it, it, it's all music that has influenced like music you make yeah so a lot of them are like influences have bands and songs that have influenced stuff that i've made and then <clears throat> and then you know things that i'm just enjoying lately and things that tie the playlist together oh yeah i also really tried to make it like flow as one one cohesive playlist and have good transitions and nice bass I knew I, I figured as much, man, because like I was like, this thing does not just like flow so well by itself. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it couldn't just be such a, such a, mis, a mismatch. It just, like I felt like there was some preordained things happening there. Yeah, there's a deliberate breakup there in the middle as well. Dude, oh man. Well, I say we uh, we gotta dive into this soundtrack to the dumpster. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys get the picture for it? Did it like? Was it the dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Oh, is that your dog? There's two dogs. Yep, that is our. It's our dogs. <laughs> nice. Oh. Out on the porch. Oh, beautiful yep. bugs. Auto and Dahlia. As everybody who listens to this podcast knows, very dog friendly podcast. How old are your dogs? Uh, Otto is, I think he's seven. He's going to be seven. Dahlia is going to be six. So Border Collie, he's seven. And the German Shepherd is six. Yeah. Otto is named after a Mitch Hedberg joke. And Dahlia is named after the Black Dahlia murder. (laughs) (laughs) The the band? The movie? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Named after specific. Oh, the band, not the person. The not band the was- not the actual crime. Yeah. Okay. Also, her middle name is Anne because we were hiding her from our rental agency. So it's like oh Anne Frank. Dahlia Anne Frank. <laughs> it's a beautiful it's like name. Oh man. Well, so first song on here. <laughs> yes, just jumping in. Ode anyway. to the Mets, man. I was glad to see a the Strokes song on here. Yeah, I love the strokes. Um, I love the strokes. This song has been kind of like an earworm for me lately. It's been really stuck in my head, especially like there at the end, like around like four minutes, just after four minutes, there's like a vocal melody that comes in. I think it sounds like, it reminds me of like the lead guitar line from Comfortably Numb in a way. Like, so it's just been, I don't know, stuck in my head. I like it. And that sort of like, that line influences me quite a bit too and like the music I like to make. So I've always loved the Strokes, last band I got to see live. Yeah, I would like to have caught the Strokes by now, but I'm a damn fool for I've missed them every time they've come near. But this yeah. song, dude, yeah, you're right, man. Like it gets like trapped in your head. Like I was listening through yesterday morning and like it was like something i kept like i was like ah oh, jace i like the vibe so i kept like playing that one i played like three times in a row i think it was fucking weird like i was like and i know i don't often do that with songs like but it was just like a particular like i don't know i just like i was like in that in that song man i like i like it a lot it has these weird elements where you know like at times like right near the beginning he kicks on he's like give me some like drums or whatever it is and like like, the drummer like starts like playing and like (laughs) you know it's kind of cool how it pieces itself together you know along the way and stuff yeah like drums drums please fabs yeah yeah exactly i was like cool as fuck i was like that was such a fucking good i like that was included but yeah definitely always a, a stroke song is always welcome if you ask me but the true question is Will it pass the council's test? Jameson, how do you feel about this stroke song? So just to start things out, I've in my own head, I've decided to rename this playlist the reverse Lucas because <laughs> only corn dogs will understand this. But <clears throat> Lucas's original playlist was one of my favorites, and his second one was hot garbage. And Jasper, <laughs> no disrespect. I was not digging your first playlist, but this one is a fucking banger. I loved so much shit on this. It was fantastic. Um, So this song in particular, um, 
So, I, of course, I know of the Strokes. Really only dived into their hits, you know, just a really bass level. <laughs> but um, this song is a fucking banger. I loved it. It's such a good vibe to it. It has such a good flow throughout the entire thing. Um, and I was really interested to see, like, the first couple times I listened to it, I listened to it just on, like, my Bluetooth speaker I have. And then when I was taking my notes on your playlist, I uh, had my headphones in. And it was like a whole nother experience hearing it on headphones versus on a speaker because of how they mix it. So it's just a fucking solid pick, man. I'm going to have to dive into the strokes like back catalog a little bit more to find more of this stuff. Yeah, their newest album is a lot more electronic. The, like, versus like their garage older stuff like this one's good and even like the voids like julian's other band is uh pretty good the voids that was it does a yeah the void yeah julian has like another band they're sort of like a electro punk sort of thing wait you had the voids on your last playlist didn't you i don't think so or was that on you may have submitted them as to one of our, our collaborative playlists either but you've definitely presented the voids to us oh before. oh i think the the halloween cool is a ghoul uh-huh yeah, cool. yeah i have a steel trap for holiday playlists <laughs> <laughs> let's get somebody does uh hell yeah dusty what about you man how did you feel about it about the story uh, like oh, quite a bit uh this- it was the one thing at the start of the song, uh, it's like there's the one beat and then the, that like riff comes in. And I thought it was like, I thought I was hearing something like maybe another song started. It's kind of like the first few seconds kind of throws you off. Yeah, yeah, it does. Cause it's, it's just like, yeah. It's like a beat and then something else changes. It, like, and it's like completely different. <laughs> it's like, what? I think it's the last song on the album and the whole thing flows. Oh, flows together. Okay, that makes sense. Coming out of the last song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, I like it. I I like the Strokes quite a bit. Is this like a newer album of theirs? Yeah, I think it was like 2020, March or like that, 2020. Yeah, no. It's a good, it it makes sense. It's probably the last song on the album. It's kind of like a, feels like it's like a culmination, you know, the way it builds up and everything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It feels Solid. like they take the time with this song, with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slow burn. Yeah, there's no rush. There's like, yeah, there's no rush to ending it. Um, uh, Nick, what about you? Are are you a fan of this song, or are you uh, gaveling it? Hmm. Uh, I mean, the song is fine. It didn't really go anywhere for me. It just kind of took a long time, but it did sound really interesting, and it was it made me curious enough to actually like look up the gear he used on the song because I didn't know how these sounds were being made. Um, but it was pretty cool. I was expecting a synthesizer because of the little ARP in the beginning that kind of disappeared and went nowhere. I'm assuming that was just the tail end of a different song. Um, but I looked it up and it was the, the, like the cello sound is just a guy using a guitar and some kind of pedal made by electro harmonics. That's just turning his guitar into this like cello sounding thing. Yeah. And that's just him playing guitar the entire time. It's like, what was that other one? 1251 from like Reptilia? They have like a, a lead that sounds like a synth, but it's a guitar. I had no idea that was a guitar. Oh yeah. my god. Yep. Well, that's neat. <laughs> well, that's, I guess, that's going to be a theme later, too, is, you know, a lot of guitar based music. <clears throat> Surprise, no synth, all guitar. 
<laughs> Superior. About time. Caleb, how about you? How did you feel about this track? Um, so, I mean, pretty much... Uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, it's like... Anytime Jasper has put on music for me, it's always like with a, this playlist and the last playlist, like it's like, I probably wouldn't seek this out on my own, but I don't, I don't hate this. Um, and I haven't listened to the strokes a ton, but like, again, they've never really offended me. So I would say this one's, this is just fine. I like the, the build. He goes, I think he's a good singer. Like he's like, oh, I'm going to sing cool melodies, but I sound like I took a lot of opiates also. But then I'm gonna surprise you at the end when it builds up and and start you know pumping it out and yeah this one's not bad not my favorite on the list but I'm gonna warn you guys now I don't have a lot of hate for this playlist and I don't know maybe it's just all the wonderful memories I have of smoking <laughs> redonkulous amounts of weed with Jasper and you know chilling to this kind of stuff or or just the the love and respect I have for for Jasper. But. <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. Nice. Not bad. Thanks. I was hoping to create some controversy. <laughs> we'll get there, maybe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps not yet. Um, well, that brings us to the, the second track on here, Puppeteer by Jerry Paper. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to admit, I just want to say the, the fucking cover art oh, is great for this one. <laughs> It's like the dude in the field with the alien eyes or whatever. Like, hey. oh yeah. Where, where, where's? Uh, how'd you bring this to the the playlist? So I found Jerry Paper through um, Mild High Club. Mm, it's like um, a previous funny. album, Mild High Club did a collab, and I found Mild High Club through King Gizzard and their like uh, sketches of Brunswick East album they did together. Uh. Yeah, I found Jerry Paper and loved it. I loved all of his albums. Uh, he did this one, Toon Time Raw, and um, Bad Bad Not Good is the backing band for it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a cool collaboration. Uh, and this is like just another, it's like a chill song from one of his most recent albums. Uh, just got, went well into the next song. It was a good, good Jerry Paper song to put on there. And, for like the chill beginning of the playlist you know yeah stuff i like yeah um, it, it really does it flows like it flows really well out of that stroke song yeah and if you listen jerry paper has like a new single and it came out and it's what you would expect the strokes to be doing now if the, like you know like it's not as like yeah. electronic it's more like garage rocky okay so, yeah that's cool. I do want to follow up. Like that—that that was something I noted. I was like, definitely follow up with Jerry Paper. Is this track's just got like some fucking groove? It's interesting. Like they, I—I uh, I could see that connection for sure from like Mild High Club to the to this. And I want to tell you, since the last time you were on, I've like continued to go into King Gizzard. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like you—you you officially like got me with those last couple of tracks, and so like that's kind of led me down some holes too. So, this nice. is this is sick though, if you ask me. I, I love it. The piano, the like soft kind of keyboardy sounds. Yeah, the, everything's all fuzzy and yeah, yeah. it's so dreamy kind of. Mm-hmm. His background like synths like what? Yeah, dude. I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. I love it, but Caleb. Are you a sucker for it? Um, I don't mind it. Uh, it's 
there's there's aspects of it i like i like the 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 dreamy there's a lot of dreamy stuff in this playlist and oh, yeah. it just kind of makes me feel like we're floating through space in like a you know an old cargo van that someone airbrushed a painting of thor on the side of um and <laughs> that's that's fine with me um the the lyrics were interesting like the first little bit it just kind of sounds like he's talking about like procrastinating but then it gets weird and he's talking about cryopods and, and all kinds of weird shit and uh, I don't know. I like I like the synth and I like the kind of Charlie Brown jazz vibe with yeah. the really, really weird <laughs> lyrics. The piano is super Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> this one's fine. Dude, Nick, how do you feel about it? This song had the feeling of like like you, you know there's like there the, there's two kinds of toys. There's like the shiny like name brand ones that everyone wants, you know, you're your transformers and, and your whatever else property it is and then there's the other toys like the ones that you get at like the weird toy shops and it's like some the gobots yeah dude you're talking thing. about the fucking gobots man <laughs> <laughs> the, the, K, the kmart transformers the most no, 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 that's all like that. i had like i'm talking like traditional like like, like little wooden puzzle toys like just like yeah, the, the small odd things that you get at like the toy store and love little Park. yeah that was wasn't exactly the thing the little train whistle <laughs> yeah this is what that song felt like like it's enjoyable if you just let it be enjoyable definitely and so i mean i'm not often in a, in a mood where i'm gonna let something like this just be enjoyable i'm impatient and an angry person but yep this song does just kind of tumble around like a toy and it's it is enjoyable like that i i even spent some time like i I got lost at one point trying to count out the timing of like the main like riff in the beginning and i i just gave up (laughs) my brain does not do math um but it was still it was a little listen and then it just gets like dreamy out of nowhere just i think about halfway through the song and it was pretty interesting to listen to for the rest of it this is probably not something i don't think i'll i'll seek out on my own but listening to it in this moment and earlier i very much enjoyed it right on sweet dusty are you gonna follow that paper trail um i, I kind of echo the same sentiments as nick and caleb it's relaxing and you know it's really you know a laid-back song and but it's probably not something i would actively seek out but i did enjoy it so i'll give it that it's fine that's fine. <laughs> Jameson, how about yourself? So I guess Nick said it as well, uh-huh. but it's just a really interesting track, like start to finish. Um, I still don't really know what like genre this fits into and how to classify it, but that's okay. It makes it even more interesting because you're thinking about that the whole time. So another track that I really enjoyed. Nice. I know. Saying. Somewhere it's kind of like not quite Muzak, but not quite like Dream Pop. It's kind of like, I don't know, reminds me sort of like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, <laughs> this, like the newer albums are a little more produced and the older stuff's a little more like lo fi. So it has that, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I guess Napoleon Dynamite's like the vibe I can say. It's just, yeah, it's just small town synth wave or something. I feel some that. Sort of like it, or not. <laughs> But Leavenworth Toy Shop wave. Yeah, (laughs) it's also like jazzy, and um, a lot of his lyrics and like themes and stuff are based off of you know philosophy and stuff that he's reading. So there's like some deep layers to 
So what's going on? Yeah, I think the music is definitely like you can tell the lyrics are kind of is where like I think the artist really like kind of has fun with some of that like you know plugging in some random thoughts or ideas but the music is just like it lulls you into like all of a sudden you're listening to it and like Caleb was kind of saying if you really pay attention to the lyrics they sort of change a little bit as you go yeah. through and you're just like wait what was that <laughs> you know and it's kind of I don't know yeah it's pretty it's pretty interesting but the next track it like kind of takes you in a different direction like if this one lulls you this the next track kind of uh it kind of wakes you up a little bit but more i'd say it's the go team uh everyone's a vip to someone so where yeah like where does this fit into it into like your reasoning for this like the the like playlist here the playlist flow you know um, as far as the flow, it's like those first songs are pretty chill and kind of like building up. And this one definitely has a lot of dynamics and gets pretty amped up. Uh, I found, I like just kind of like interestingly, after listening to it for a while, all three of these songs are last songs from albums. Yeah, so this is cool. also the closer. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. It's just got that, I don't know, it's very upbeat and it gets going and it starts out with that banjo, which is a little almost like a misdirect because it takes a whole other direction Definitely. <clears throat> i don't know like it just seems to have that good like it's like a very positive energy and it's not it's like upbeat but not really fast or like hard it's like based off of you know some like sonic youthy sort of punk stuff but also like bollywood film score like samples okay like, has that like western film score vibes i was gonna say dude like it no matter yeah. like every time i listen to it it reminds me of like i feel like the ending of like a cowboy movie and like yeah. like the cowboy and his partner are riding right off on. like across <laughs> like into the sunset like a, you know or something like rom- a romantic spaghetti western yeah mm-hmm. uh, exactly yeah and i'm a sucker for that too so it's a fucking vibe dude it's a like i i got like i think it's fucking great like yeah like this this made me definitely want to follow up again on on these cats but it's like yeah it's like it's such an interesting you're right i think it gives you this weird misdirection and then by the end of the song it's just this grandiose sounding like thing you know yeah. with this banjo that still rides out in the <laughs> middle of it <laughs> yeah um i did a song like quite a while ago it's called shit your pants but there's no, <laughs> there's no vowel <laughs> it's like s-h-e-y-r-p-n-t-s oh, yeah. okay. got this real like the organ kind of solo in it is real similar to this and another song that the band does um and so you know as far as influences go, I had to put this on here. I've been listening to this album, you know, since like 2007 or eight or whatever. And it's always on my radar, always listening to it. And I think this is a badass track from it. Hell yeah. Dude, <laughs> like I said, man, that that picture that I have in my head, I was like, I want to be on a horse riding off into, into the unknown. <laughs> I, I, I gotta I gotta say, because you guys stole the, the thoughts right out of my head. Like, as I'm listening to it, like I just, the what I want to picture is like um, a '70s style movie, like montage of all of us, like you know, crossing the plains and wagons and just getting up to hijinks around the campfire the, and the little estate <laughs> in the prairie, and, and just like this music's playing, and there's like a part where 
you know, we're we're having a shootout with with some bad guys, but someone's still just sitting there playing that banjo. <laughs> opening credits to our sitcom in, yeah. the, in the Western. And it's just like, I, this was, uh, yeah, it totally like threw me for a loop. I'm like, what the fuck is this going to be? But then it just kept going. I was like, oh, okay, you got me with those horns because it's just real, real chipper and, and silly. I, I, I think this was contender for my top on the list because it just it just nice. put such a vivid image into my head nice let's make that music video <laughs> let's make it happen oh man um uh nick how, how did you did this paint me picture in your head did you enjoy the uh the build in this song at all like the, the banjo playing anything i did i don't I have no idea where the I, if if you would have asked me to predict what song was going to be coming next, I would not have predicted this song. <laughs> no. and it was just so out of a left field. It was like getting sucker punched with the most delightful experience for me. It was so pleasant. <laughs> it was so strange. It's so unexpected, and it just it just kept going, and I I just, I just kept liking it. And I don't know why. This was one of my favorite songs on the playlist. Definitely. Yeah, it was it was a very strange experience, but I, I mean I got all of the same like TV land vibes. Like, you know, it's it's a Turner classic movie for but it's like it's like a western from the sixties that's a little too self aware. Yeah, like melodrama for sure. Yeah. This is, this, and I'm, it, it didn't surprise me that you said that was an album ender either, because that had that had like season finale vibes to it. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, it's the closing have ending of everything. It all turned out well. Maybe there's a little bit of sadness because we have to part ways, but we know we're doing all right. Yep, they'll know that they can always contact each other by letter. <laughs> oh, telegram the post always runs and, you know, if this is the playlist just starting here's like the loss of innocence here's right here this is you know the end of the first third yeah fair enough but the first fifth of it i yes. guess overall excellent rating excellent rating on this song i very very much enjoyed it master gill how, how about yourself uh, yeah, I feel the same way. It's uh, it's very catchy. At first, the person I thought about was for some reason, uh, in the Ocarina of Time, <laughs> going to that farm and that music they're playing. Oh man! <laughs> and like, and then yeah, I get more and more of the Western vibes, but it's it was very delightful. Got beaten, made me feel happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they should have put that over the end in credits of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, I just <laughs> finished that game. It's so good. It would be perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dead. Jameson, how, how about yourself? How about you, man? Did this yeah, uh, I thought, build you up? Oh, of course. Yeah, this is another banger once again. Um, I thought I was being clever. I should have known better saying that this is like a, a parody of a 70s Western track. So I guess I'm not as clever as I thought I was. But um, no, nah, dude, wow. it's just that we all have that all? shared dream. Yeah. We want to we want to make that a reality. We should we should uh, do something, maybe like take a trip down the Oregon Trail or something, boys. <laughs> it just has such oh, a good go to a ghost town. Like, what's town? that one in uh, over the past like ruby something there is a ghost town in washington on, oh, wow. on one of the passes marlin um, check out marlin that's a ghost town. Be. there's mm. a wellington mm. there's a feeland 
but but either way jameson what what are your thoughts on this song (laughs) either way (laughs) it's just such a fun ride in the way it builds and finishes off it's just another great track um so yeah nothing else to say besides another fucking banger yeah dude oh yeah watch out man you know when you go to listen to the go team there is some like uh there's some like double dutch style rapping like uh like it's a weird combination they throw in there like schoolyard rhymes (laughs) done in raps okay there are some tracks some of it's instrumental yeah you know it's just an element of our music it's everybody has their ups and downs i suppose yeah it'll be yeah wheat with the chaff and (laughs) fair enough um all right now we find ourselves at carpe diem by solos this song's fucking i love the intro of this goddamn song dude like yeah this this song has some energy man does it does pull you right in but, with like the crazy like triplets for whatever yeah um yeah so you uh did, did this like specifically have any inspiration or is this just like a, a solid jam that you that, that, that you like yeah this uh it's been on playlists that i've been listening to for a long time it's been a it's been high in my replays i think it comes out of everyone's a vip to someone really well mm-hmm. just like with the notes just musically it was a good transition and um just part of you know my influence like bands that are have really influenced me because it's uh the drummer for this band is the guitar player from hella so it's spencer sign so it's their guitar player playing drums <clears throat> and then the guy singing and doing like guitar and bass um did the vocals on Hella's There's No 666 in Outer Space album. And he also has like a crazy kind of like freak folk side you know, thing that he does. So he and Spencer have like this album and one other one they did recently. So it's kind of connected into that universe of music I listen to. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it. I, yeah, I can't speak enough to like how much I love the drumming in this track. Like just it's fast and it moves and it makes you like instantly want to move with it like you know and and then that guitar like the guitar like just fucking riding like over the top or like well not even like it's like it goes i don't know it's just either way it just has a fucking energy that pumps me pumps you up like i feel like yeah the whole album's really cool it's sort of like prog emo sort of the whole thing is um This is sort of a standout track from the album. The rest of it has a slightly different feel. Um, so this is a more like positive, more like an upbeat, more like major song from all of them. Um, but yeah, it's nice. it's an interesting project, interesting album. Hell yeah. Uh, Jameson, how'd you feel about this, uh, this track by the solos? So uh, like a common theme for me in most of the playlists is there's always one song that gives me anxiety and this one (laughs) definitely does at the beginning but the way that they finally resolve as it builds and builds and builds as soon as it resolves i was just like fuck yeah this song is a goddamn jam so uh another killer track man you're fucking killing it up to this point yeah you're raking it in man uh dusty how'd you feel about this song (laughs) 
Uh, I like it quite a bit. The I really like that tone on the guitar, with that that main riff. It's it's different. Like at first, when you if you don't really listen to it too close, it just sounds like you know normal guitar. But there's something weird to it. It's, I don't know if it's like a slight phase on it or or you know some fuzz on it. It was, but yeah, that that one definitely stuck out to me the most. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a catchy tune as well. I will give it a eight. Out of how many? We will never know. <laughs> There's no denominator. <laughs> He's just giving it an eight. Yeah. We're doing. We're doing. What's all, the highest what number? We'll be base eight. So just eight. <laughs> if it's eight, it's eight. <laughs> uh, Nick, is this is this eight for you, or is this uh, or did you enjoy it in another way? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a different way to give an extremely vague answer as to how I how I feel about it, and I can't do anything better than just the number eight. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say how I feel about the song instead. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, overall, this is a miss for me. This is like the wrong kind of math rock for me. This is this is like bad times jamming with bands that that i don't like jamming with for me i did not enjoy this it was super like like jameson said it was very anxious to listen to um not the most anxiety inducing track on this playlist i will admit but um, i don't know i didn't really enjoy it i did like the the main triplets riff though i mean everyone enjoyed that part of it i like that it actually it reminded me of something jimmy page might have done but sped up and I think that's kind of why it's kind of why I like it. But overall, the song I did not enjoy. It just kept yeah. choosing to do things that it it knew would stress me out. <laughs> if you if you have this song in a bus pass, you'd have a bus pass. <laughs> <laughs> and the number eight. And an eight. Well, Caleb, what about your what about you, man? Um, I I really liked it. Um, I was kind of confused at first. I'm like, is that guitar? Or is that like? is it like a weird synth or is it mm-hmm. strings and like it was it was kind of cool because it doesn't sound like guitar until like i think jameson mentioned this earlier like this is a headphones playlist like i listened to it open air with a speaker and i was like yeah it's pretty good. all right you know but then i listened to it again with headphones it was like okay this makes a lot more sense because like you get all those nuances and subtleties um the drumming <laughs> The drumming is amazing. Um, I really like that really frantic buildup, and then that kind of like, you know, I don't know if it's halftime, but kind of like coast in that little chorusy bit. Um, the vocals remind me of uh, what was it? Uh, Animal Collective a little bit, like the tone yeah. of his voice. Um, and yeah, I was just like, start to end, I was like, this is such a fucking Jasper song. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Totally, it is. I knew it from the first time I heard it. It's like this was made for me. Yeah, like the last four years, it's been on every playlist, and I've maybe finally just gotten close to playing it out this time. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's taken a long time. It is <laughs> four years of being a top ten. Oh damn! Nate, you're putting in the fan work, man. Eight. <laughs> I'm getting them their plays for sure because I don't think they have a ton. <laughs> well, uh, shout outs. Hey, you know, uh, solos. We know you're listening. 
<laughs> what up, Sacramento? <laughs> um, the next track, the next track, somebody we've seen on on the pod before, the OCs, uh, but this track is Night Expo. So, got it. This one's definitely some. Uh, uh, it's a it's a groovy little track, I'd say. It's got some. It's it's got some. Uh, I don't know. Like the vocal work at the end kind of reminds me of like it's like a guy trying to be like goblin esque almost, but not too gobliny, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I fucking dig it. Like, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Jasper, yeah, we're like, why choose this, uh, the OC song, you know? So, uh, this playlist had a little trouble with it, you know getting 15 songs like 10 was pretty easy but getting 15 was kind of a struggle I mean I haven't been listening to like a ton of music lately I've been listening to a lot more like um comedy while stand up and like comedians podcasts and uh you know I don't know just a lot more stand-up comedy than usual nice. uh so there were some other songs in the front half of this playlist and I moved them around to the back and then I was like what am I gonna do and this one seemed to fit really well it seemed to connect this song the last song and the next one pretty well and um get to show another side of the ocs because the dream is a pretty like you know distinct song the one i had on my last playlist of like their older more like garage crazy like pink floyd on meth style and then like <laughs> you picked um nightcrawler which is a crazy like a weird choice to pick from uh from the floating coffin which is a kick-ass album yeah, I feel like it was, oh, it was a big shocker. Time. Not a lot of people uh, dug it, I think, on here. <laughs> no, because it's like the cure, but like at half time, half speed, kind of, with some weird synths. Uh, so this is at least a shorter song by the OCs. So if nobody <laughs> likes it, at least it, it's dynamic. It takes some changes. It's got that kick-ass like synth and then... Um, you know his fuzzed out guitar and it is like very goblin-y and like post-apocalyptic vocal yeah. you know with like hiding and smoke like the filling up on rubber smoke and uh the ocs are just always really attached to like fallout 4 for me so they have a like connection their albums you know like john dwyer is a, is a big like dnd and fantasy sci-fi nerd so he'll catch a lot of like those references in his music nice yeah, so it's, you know, the album's called Orc, and the album cover is a little gradient with a weird goblin-y guy on the front, so. There's, yeah. And the album's great. The album's great. Tons of, like, thrash, psychedelic mix. Fantastic. It it does, like, you could apply this to, like, I don't know, like, a post-apocalyptic, like, scenario where it's just like you're like you're you got a car you're driving you need to stop for a fill up somewhere you know like you bash some people along the way you know <laughs> like there's like it's like post up it's like a anyway the, 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 i yeah there's this cool vibe and i do think that this is i'll admit it it's a better pick than the last than the last o, the oc <laughs> song that i chose uh just because <laughs> it's it's definitely just got more dynamic and it's just more it's just got more fucking energy all around like up and down like it captures your attention a lot more um yeah i definitely appreciated this one i appreciate you redeeming them hopefully 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 if not there's more and i'll keep putting them on there exactly just keep throwing them at these guys uh, <laughs> uh nick how'd you feel about this song i think this one was my favorite on the on the playlist actually 
Um, I believe I was one of the people that was very displeased with the last of the OC yes, song we sir, had. You were. And that made me not at all interested in listening to that band again. <laughs> uh, this, on the other hand, was just delightful. Um, nice. I, I was totally sold on the idea that it was just going to be that goofy little synthesizer in the beginning. I was just ready for that to be the whole song. And then it just jumps into like the more hard rocking parts, gets into like the groovier bits. It, it was it was just a ton of fun to listen to. And it, it was just every single section of the song repeated enough times to where you really got the satisfaction out of the groove, but it never overstayed its welcome. Um, I don't know. It was just it was a super fun song to listen to. I was absolutely loving the Goblin vibe. This is just music that would play in a cool Goblin club, but only the coolest club. Like, like not every goblin kid can get into this one. Hell yeah. It's an exclusive goblin club. Very much enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. So I will be revisiting this album specifically. Dude, yeah, I hope you like it. There's some really cool stuff on there. Some like droney, synthy songs. And like from this album on in their um, discography, you get into a lot more like drawn out and synth heavy songs. Like a return to their older, like synth chill style. Hmm. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely be checking that out. Misty, yourself? Do you find yourself intrigued? Mm. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of King Gizzard. I don't know. I, maybe that's just me getting those vibes from it. Maybe it's the goblin thing. <laughs> but the. It, it does it's it's like a good jam song i feel like they would jam this out live you know like for a really long time <laughs> that's a, my gut feeling from that um but it, it, it was okay i mean it wasn't too long so that's good <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> but i i enjoyed it the the synth part was pretty catchy at the start and the whole the main riff is catchy just a, you know but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a solid one, and so it's it's uh, as Caleb would say that this is the Jasper song. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. Jameson, how do you feel about this track? Well, you weren't alone in that, Dusty. I I also got King Gizzard vibes from this, mm-hmm. um, which both King Gizzard and up to this point the OCs have not been my favorite thing we've been exposed to, but. This is a fucking another banger, man. I'm I'm just gonna keep giving you giving you props on this. Like the crazy goblin vocals just work so well with it that it it's fucking it's just a rad fucking song. Hell yeah. Oh yes. Hell yes. Caleb, did this uh did this make you feel like a goblin? Did you wanna join the uh, the hordes? See, usually I would I would consider myself um, perhaps anti-goblin because they tend to do bad things. But um, hey, man, not all goblins are bad, man. I, and that that's what I'm getting to. I realize you know goblins need a music outlet too, and this is it. And you know I was all for it. I think I tapped into the you know collective unconscious of the post-apocalyptic kind of sci-fi goblins in the desert vibes. Yeah, um, yeah. and. I was I was pretty stoked to be on that on that convoy just trucking along through the, the sands and the dunes and well I would assume we're we're fighting with the goblins because the ones that aren't nice but um, I bet you that the ones that are nice were just back in their goblin caves recording this and I support that this was a fun song. 
Oh yes. Oh yes. So are you saying though that this was supposedly maybe like a like goblin like like a resistance song? Yeah. Like they're like resisting the goblin war on the remaining human beings in this post-apocalyptic world. I, I think that these goblins wanted to live at peace with the humans, but the other goblins were, you know, they, they were just angry after living under the ground for eons. And, you know, they wanted to take back the surface and they're, they can't be stopped. But, you know, those of us who survived the apocalypse will um, make a treaty with these goblins and we'll listen to cool music in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, the, the treaty, the, the Great Goblin Treaty of 2023. We have our second movie now. Yeah, we we have a spaghetti western and now a goblin treaty movie. That's what I'm saying. We're just dropping good ideas. Okay, it's such a it's such a cinematic playlist. It, it invokes so much like imagery. Well, we're like it does, as, man. Like riding out into the sunset. The sunset is like a the nuclear bomb drop, you know, overseas. It's a nuclear explosion, so we're riding off into the nuclear sunset, and then later cruising around with goblins. Yeah. Goblins. This is gonna be a fucking epic yeah. movie. We cruise around in a top in a top down like Cadillac convert convertible. And every now and then we stop and we hit golf balls at goblins that run at us because they're from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it all. I can see this whole picture. I want to mount a, an M2 to the Cadillac. I'm not fucking around with golf balls. <laughs> well, no, that's, those are for sport. We have we have real weapons, of course. Okay, good. Where are you going to get an M2? Nick's biggest problem in this whole thing. Like M2s are hard enough to get like without a po without an apocalyptic scenario. You think you're just gonna happen across a browning M2 machine gun? Nick, you put lame ass clutch songs that talk about laser weapons, so Yeah, it's fantasy. Yeah, this is this is a movie. A movie is fantasy. Hey man, this is old hard radio. Into the story, man. No, listen. It's deployed by the rules. After after the apocalypse, we went and raided some old military bases, and we scavenged some some supplies and equipment, and we just happened to get lucky and find an M two. You know, it's an it's an interesting story point. Don't fucking pick this. Or maybe if any corn dogs out there want to help us write some fan fiction, please feel free to DM us and send us some chapters. Or maybe we raid a Kmart and find a super soaker. Good one. All right, so the next track, Super Soaker by Waves with two Vs. This this is another fucking yeah, dude. Like James, uh, Jasper, where, where like where does this wild track come from? Um, I don't really. I mean, waves. They've always kind of been on my radar. Like I've heard of them, but never really cared to listen to them. Another band where um, their collaboration with Zach Hill put them really in my face. They did um, a, for a brief period where like the dude's original band members quit playing music with him. There was like a brief period where he played music with Zach Hill. He did like a it's really cool song, Hey Cool Jumper, for, like sick video for it. And like briefly toured with him and like never really released music, but wrote this album and then went on to tour with some other musicians. Um, and I think this is probably the best of like wave stuff, like the surf punk, like, I don't know, sort of nihilistic surf punk music. 
they have like really cool stuff like uh their older albums you know there's like beach goth and like beach punk and all sorts like you know clever witty funny shit uh yeah, yeah. just a big fan and i know a lot of people on the council like the pop punk so this was one i was gonna try to slip in to like maybe get everybody back on track of liking it but so far everybody's liked the music so <laughs> i guess so, i really went for the fences no dude like this i think yeah you're you're kind of right in painting that picture where it's like it's like really bright uh angry surf punk like you know what at parts and it's just like i yeah it i don't know i've again like i've i fucking dug it like i think it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a hard time hating like the playlist, like to be honest. So uh, I'm hoping somebody else might di- might dislike this track. I mean, not that I'm casting dislike <laughs> onto your track, but uh, <laughs> the, cor- the corn podcasting for blood. God damn it, <laughs> uh, Caleb. Do you uh, how do you feel about this waves track? I actually I like this one. God um, damn it! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I mean I didn't okay. really. I got like the punk vibe but not really like a pop punk vibe and there was enough like kind of psychedelic surf stuff in there that i was like yeah i like this and to me it's so aptly named that it's super soaker because this this in my mind just kind of like um is the quintessence of um like just 90s nostalgia vibes and yeah. at least for me i don't know i the 90s were probably different for me than than you guys we've been over this but um it, the it 90s makes, were just like two years ago right yeah, pretty much <laughs> still fresh in everybody's memory but the uh it makes me want to slip down a slip and slide and have a super soaker fight in the yard and just have a good old time on a sunny summer day and the cat on the album cover is cooler than i have ever been or will ever be <laughs> so yeah positive positive, positive review <laughs> that cat that cat's been that cat's seen some shit man yeah yeah the album uh, cover looks like a really cool acid tab yeah which you know what if you were an acid dealer a really cool name would be jerry paper <laughs> <laughs> hey it's me jerry paper i have slug guys friendly neighborhood uh paper dealer yeah. Paper salesman. Your uh, your mailman. Both cards. I'll have two reams, Mr. Jerry. <laughs> Mr. Jerry. Nick, how'd you Give feel me about a this? Finest card stock. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Uh, Nick, what, how'd you feel about this song? Yeah, the song was pretty fun. Um, the, so I could imme- It's it's not something I'm gonna enjoy like right now in February. But there's a very specific feeling for music that I want when I'm driving to the beach to surf. Good. And this is that vibe. This is nice. exactly the music I want to listen to. Um, so it was interesting listening to it because at first glance I thought it was like this indie sort of Brit pop band, and I was like, oh okay, interesting. And then it, it kind of kept sounding like that but then they were just making all of these just like brand, seemingly random choices in their arrangement or in their chord changes or melodies or whatever and it was because I I did not realize it was any kind of punk at all I thought it was this like Britpop thing going on I, yeah. and it was extremely confusing to hear this like prog rock Britpop that I was just so <laughs> absolutely confused that I was approaching this music just upside down but with the explanation, it makes a lot more sense. This is going into my surf playlist. I'll revisit it. It's 
pretty good. The whole album would be great for a surf playlist if you're trying to get amped up for surfing. The opening track, King of the Beach, it was hard to not put that on here, but you know, left it there. Sacrifices in case have to be made. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've a little tease, so there's something good in that album for you to find if you like this one. Nice. Well, I'll go check it out around surf season. Dusty. Uh, I have no qualms about this track. It definitely, I do get the 90s thing because I immediately think of like a montage of just random 90s shit and I hear it. I don't know what it is about it, but it just sounds like the first thing that popped into my head was that. And it's, you know, it's the song itself is honestly like kind of just generic surf rocky pop punkiness which i like but it didn't like you know stick out to me too too much it's not it's not um not as good as some of the previous songs on this playlist <laughs> a little deflated there eh <laughs> uh jameson how about yourself so um I know that it was intentionally done, but the backing vocals, how fuzzy they were, really bothered me for some reason. I didn't like that, but it has such a good energy to it that it kind of draws you right back in, and I can overlook that. Um, Not my favorite on the list, but another uh, good energy song. Got no issues with it, so it's better than fine. Nice. Nice. Uh And that brings us to, you know, a name that I was, I was surprised to see on the list because I haven't, like, listened to them in so fucking long, I feel like. Uh, Terra Melos, like, men's yep. shirt. Uh, this, like, is this, like, a new, like, newer work by them? Yeah, I think it's 2017 or 18 when this <laughs> yeah. album came out. It's their most recent one. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think shortly after this you know like 2019 or something like that their drummer ended up with like brain cancer so they had to take a little hiatus Bummer. yeah but nick reinhardt the guy behind it their guitar player is like i don't know he's the shit he is like a master of guitar pedals and anything like pedal related so like I don't know. Spend half of my time, half of the media I consume is like Nick Reinhardt YouTube videos. Just him <laughs> making crazy shit with, you know, a handful of really odd Paul Bizarro pedals. That's fun. Um, cool. Yeah. This album's great. Uh, I've been, you know, into it since about it came out. But, you know, been listening to Terramelos for a long time. It's a part of that whole, you know, like hella Sacramento area scene um nick reinhardt has some music with zach hill like undo k from hot that came out recently okay. some wild like trash noise music yeah um nick trash reinhardt, noise like, music. yeah <laughs> nick reinhardt also has like um a sort of like 90s like polaris type of music uh oh, project man. called disheveled cuss Ooh. also pretty rad I'm but yeah man. just the vibe from this song is kick-ass the bass line and the bass tone is so like thick and chunky and like then it kind of flips to where the end the guitar is the really heavy part and just the oversaturation and like right before the end where it's just so much distortion the guitar is like clipping out 
just Dude. gnarly it, a gnarly song it, it is and it's like honestly like some of the tones in this song are just so fucking like addicting almost like mm-hmm. it's weird like you're just i don't know like yeah i I, like this made me want to re-dive into them so i really appreciated this like i completely like erased them from my fucking brain you know because jeremiah i think this was a group that he used to like you know try and jam down down my throat he's like you have to listen to it and i'd be like yeah yeah okay i will i will (laughs) this one this album um trash generator and then x'd out the one before it are both just fucking awesome x'd out has a lot more like punk like skate punk sort of vibes to it and like dreamy skate punk stuff okay. this one's a little more like intense yeah yeah this song is definitely a win for me this is my this might be one of my favorites on here for sure but uh i also love the album named trash generator just <laughs> aren't we all yep <laughs> what are we doing what am i doing just generating some garbage generating trash. <laughs> uh jameson how'd you feel about this track so while I'm, I'm gonna preface this by saying that the bass player in this like listening to the bass lines and stuff he's fucking jamming out on it it's really cool but I'm going to say this is the first song that didn't really hit for me on the playlist. This is the oh. first one I have issues with. Oh. Um, I feel like so much of the song is like building and building and it takes way too long for it to pay off to the point where when it finally does and it finally picks up some energy, I'm just done with it already. So I think uh, uh, this one's going to get a pass from me. Oof. Sure. Wow. Dusty, are you passing? Are you playing? Uh, I kind of the same sentiments as Jameson on that one. It's a weird song. It is. <laughs> I don't know what the vibe I get is like. It reminds me of like a the GoldenEye video game, like the theme music for some reason. I don't. I'm not sure where I'm getting that, that vibe, but it's just weird, and the lyrics are kind of weird too mm-hmm. yeah but it's I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this playlist and it's I don't hate this at all it's not like it's some techno bullshit or chanting music <laughs> of some sort <laughs> or Devin Townsend music as a whole is new Devin Townsend yeah so I mean I do like electronic uh, yeah but it's not something I'd uh, actively seek out I don't like their men's shirt there, not your size. <laughs> Nick, not you trying size. on you trying on this men's shirt? I'm not. I'm not <laughs> chopping up this store even. This oh, this song. Damn. I, I will admit the tones of some of the interest like of the instruments sounded great. Um but the arrangement, the writing, this song was designed in a laboratory to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. The chord changes were just <laughs> we fucking irritating and, and dissonant. It just the, I, I couldn't pick up any intention behind what they were doing, and the only intention I could gather was that they were trying to make the most annoying sounding thing possible, and it worked. They succeeded. I don't. Li- I didn't like to listen to it, and that's all I've got. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the lab, they're listening to this. You know, finally we got it. <laughs> I feel like they focus group tested that song. <laughs> 
finally got Nick Flannery. Caleb, is this scratch your itch or, or are you throwing it out? It's it's weird, man. Um, there's <laughs> aspects of it that are cool. Like the the pedal work, you know, that Jasper was talking about. There's like a lot of cool tones. Um, but it was like scary jazz. And for, <laughs> for a while, I was kind of like, just, just play the right notes. Um, but then when the part where he says, like, do you like my men's shirt? got it from my grandpa like that made me laugh and it made me think of like rick and morty like exactly <laughs> dude i don't know it was weird like, got it from my grandpa. this one made me kind of anxious but i respect the uh you know the the musicality of it because i think you kind of have to be good at music to like make this weird type of shit make it like i mean cohesive kind of sounds contradictory but like it, it it accomplishes it what it's setting out to do and i never in a million years would have thought to be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna make this i i couldn't have done it but i don't think i'd want to either it was scary <laughs> it just it sounds like they're doing music wrong but they're doing it again perfectly on the next bar yeah yeah they're it's just like just everything they're doing is wrong, but like it's very intentional. It was very organized and well executed chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the album is pretty weird and has kind of like a just that sort of weird vibe to it. There's some, you know, more cohesive songs and stuff that are more just like thrash with lots of crazy sounds. There's a song called Warpless Run, and it's a uh, based off of like uh, someone who's speed running super mario brothers without doing any warps <laughs> oh shit bro so it's got lots of crazy you know guitar weird nintendo noises but something about this track i like the weird just like kind of creepy vibe and the way it sort of like i don't know the dynamics are weird like you think it's going to go a little bit further than it does and it like the intensity at the end you know, it's not like the most extreme music that exists, but because of like the context they put it in, it's like really intense there at the end. Yeah. I think that's where I get down on it. it but it is all out. Well, it like is. I, said, I like that for sure. Um, but that takes us next to the uh, to a, a man man track, beached. So, like that whale George Costanza saves in an episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> uh, beached, you know. Um, is this anybody a marine is... biologist here? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> raise your hand. Nobody raise your hand. Uh, yeah, dude, okay, so so uh, why choose this man-man track? I think this is a kick-ass one out of all the tracks that they have. There's a couple of albums that I'm really stoked on. This is from, like, a just a single they did this and like a, there's a b-side to it called witch but they got signed to sub pop so they oh, did no. like a single and uh i think it's just a kick-ass song it's a great display of like their whole style the like cool lyrics like i don't know they like there's a lot of effort put into lyrics i think they're really cool um and like there's like the call and response sort of vocal styles reminiscent of like the cab Calloway, some i don't know on that um just like the build and the instrumentation is just kick-ass i don't know man man is a a great band that i think i found them like when we went to Bumbershoot back in like 2008 and they've just been having my 
in my mix ever since then. Nice. Um, another Baltimore band. So, you know, big, big shit coming out of Baltimore with, like, <laughs> with them. We got Man Man Beach House is from Baltimore. Okay. Future Islands. Throw yeah. some throw some flowers to Lucas for bringing up Future Islands. There you go. They're also from Baltimore. What's what's brewing in Baltimore? Shit. It's it's pronounced Baltimore. Baltimore. There's one Baltimore. more Baltimore band. They're the city of the day on this playlist. There's oh. one more we'll get to. You. Oh, shit. Nevermore. Nevermore. Yeah. Well, oh. I do I like. I do like uh, this this song when like that one particular vocal. I mean, it stands out. I'm sure everybody knows it, but like the whole like the doomsday clock. Like, <laughs> like I love when it like kind of wraps everything down to that point, and then it kind of relaunches the song from there. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of like really fun dynamic to this song. Watch um, <laughs> watch an alligator eat your neighbor like an hour later. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we're talking about post-apocalyptic shit. Like, definitely, this obviously paints like a really like fun picture. <laughs> For sure, fun in quotations, I suppose. Uh, Dusty, how do you feel about this song? Oh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. The the intro did not see that coming. It's like super chaotic, and then it goes right into the piano, which I enjoyed. It reminds me a lot of Those. Billy Joel. For some reason. <laughs> Yeah, hey man, I, I put that Billy Joel track on my playlist. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love that you put that on there. I grew up with yeah. a lot of Billy Joel. Yeah, I, my sister's name is Lena. I don't know if, <laughs> if any of you are big Billy Joel fans. You know, <laughs> know that's a yeah Billy Joel track. Yeah, Real shout out big, big shout out Billy Joel. Fans. Shout out to all the all the corn really? dogs who are listening to do ultimate, ultimate Billy Joel fans. Uh, I, I I like this quite a bit. It also gives me vibes of like a early two thousands rom com. I'm not <laughs> sure why, but it's it feels like it'd be fitting on something like that or like so the it's, show. It's a post apocalyptic rom com. Yeah, I like Hugh Grant's in it. Guys. He's got four legs. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Grant plays a mutant. <laughs> Must love three legs. Something <laughs> something dumb. But I, I enjoyed it, and the piano, it's fun. It was a fun song. Interesting lyrics. Mm-hmm. Jameson, how'd you, how'd, you, how'd you like this track? Or So I think uh, this is where the playlist, like, bottomed out, and it recovers. But okay. for me, like, the the vocals and the lyric, it, like, it's too forward for me. Like, it's not really what I look for in music. Um, they were silly, which was kind of cool, but eh, it, I guess it was fine, but it didn't really hit. And if this is like the signature song that you would say, Jasper, for this band, this is not a band that I will check out any further. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caleb, how about you? Oh, man. Uh it, this one scared me, but not as much as the previous song. Um, <laughs> You're getting that spooked. being said, it, it yeah, it was creepy, man. Like, <laughs> um, it's just got a creepy vibe. Like, it is. It's very well executed. Like, you know, good musicality, like you said. But like, if if this song were a person, it would be like. If you're at like barter fair and for those of you who know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about um and you're feeling a little weird and you look down one of the aisles the rows of vendors and such and you see some guy down in the aisle and he's just got a strange vibe 
and I just don't want to walk down that aisle. Like I do because I'm <laughs> weirdly fascinated, but at the same time, I know it's going to be scary and it's going to be unsettling. Yeah, like a man in a petticoat and a top hat who just yeah, it's appeared like, at dusk. And you're like, no, I don't know if I don't time. know if he's going to stab me or like you know sell me some really good acid. You know, it's a real yeah. roll of the dice. He's gonna he's gonna sell you some really good acid, but in exchange, you have to sell him your ashes when you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that something just like what yeah, I, I wasn't I prepared to make a deal like this <laughs> um, Jack the Ripper looking fucker coming back as a thrall uh, yeah, uh, cut your hand open and drop the acid into it yeah that's like, the only way the only way he's gonna like give me a, some kind of treasure is I have to trade him a vial of my blood and it's like that's an interesting story and experience but it's it's not the most comfortable one and that's basically the essence of this song yeah every faustian story we've ever been told is a warning so this well, song is faustian nick did this did this song uh give you any weeby jeebies yourself no it did not it's it seemed perfectly innocuous i don't know what you guys are talking about but of course, the people who always have the most negative things to say about Clutch also wanted to say negative things oh. about this song. Yeah, come on, That's what come I'm on. Saying. This song was a bop. Hell yeah, mm, um, bop. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was. It, it 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 didn't feel like it took itself too seriously. It just kind of rolled with what was kind of fun to to do at the time, and I I, I think it really lent itself well to it. And I it, I really enjoyed this, the the tone of the uh, instruments as well. It kind of had this like rockabilly slapback to it. And I enjoyed that part. But overall, this was a fun one. I liked it. Yeah, their music's kind of real wacky. It's like half wacky, half like super somber, just like self pity. <laughs> like I don't know, not uh, alcoholic <laughs> depression sort of thing. <laughs> but then with like the horns, and they use a lot of um, like public domain songs as like the basis for their music. So like take obscure public domain tracks and then go wild with them interesting um one of them has like a doo-wop side project where it's a lot more like a lot more doo-wop mm -hmm. a lot that more surprise me with this yeah if anybody's a fan you know if anybody's brave enough to listen to doo-wop like me <laughs> <laughs> um well okay and Coming off of this man man track, we have kind of a a strange turn, if you ask me, right into this uh, yeah. Diamond Ortiz track, West Coast Bounce. So, yeah, uh, what was the like? What was the reasoning between like the man man and and this song? Like, well, because if it's yeah, it seemed like a good spot in the playlist to like take a little left turn. Mm -hmm. We were into some more like intense music. Um, it went from kind of like chill and upbeat stuff into more like intense songs. And I want to keep the energy up, but take a you know left turn into the more party atmosphere. And because uh, there's that side of music that I like to listen to and make, I like to have fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, I love this kind of music. I didn't know that this was necessarily a thing, but there's a big. <laughs> funk scene in LA right now they call it like boogie it's like the boogie funk scene Damn. so <clears throat> this is like a mashup of um, a song by a band called zap 
I don't know if you've heard of them, but it's a song called So Rough, So Tough. They also okay. did another song uh, called More Bounce to the Ounce, like an 80s funk band. Um, it's a mashup of that. And then, you know, Tupac and Dre is yeah. uh, horny knows how to party. Yeah. And the dude, you know, uses the talk box, which I think is fucking awesome. I saw him on a podcast and he was using the talk box. <laughs> like oh, Maddie Matheson did this one with like an old like graffiti artist, but Maddie isn't really on it anymore. So this graffiti artist is just having like just people from his his scene come out and like do podcasts with him and this is just like a musician that he knows and i fucking love the like lowrider funk sounds uh definitely on this vibe yeah it while. definitely has that 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 bounce like you know mm-hmm. uh yeah man this is a it definitely well this and like uh, and the next track, I think, but we'll talk about that. Like, they, they ju- you just hit this little like pocket of funk here, which yeah. I, I I thought was kind of was kind of cool. This, yeah. this like, like I said, it was like it was such a random uh, track coming off the Man Man one. And, like, if you ask me, that was, it's, it just catches your attention though. You're just like, what is happening? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's an intentional left turn for sure. It's and like, pump it up. it's you know, I wanted to get some funk. In the playlists and silk sonic nearly made it on there because that anderson pack bruno mars collab oh man hot shit on that they nearly made it into this playlist i don't know man i don't know if i've listened to a, a bruno mars song that, that i could throw my weight behind yet but you might have to prove it's me wrong punk. it's got anderson pack though i mean and yeah fair. shit <laughs> I, 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 I can attest to that. It's I, I heard a song on the radio and I was like, "This is Bruno Mars." Like, yeah, he should do funk. This is it's good. Like, shit. Uptown Funk You Up. That shit's a. I mean, that track's good. I think. I Maybe, you yeah, know. on my own there, but <laughs> uh, if I had a cricket sound clip, <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, it's either this song or Holiday Road. So you, you got this one. <laughs> you say you got this one, you fuckers. <laughs> uh, Caleb, how'd you how'd you embrace this track? So funk is it's it's undeniably fun and goofy, and I don't know why, but it always makes me like feel like I'm like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, and I'm trying to walk across the floor with a bunch of sticky stuff on it. I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just a like a as, movie theater. Very before. specific. Yeah, like it it's just like there's something sticky on the ground, and I'm trying to like you know get through it without getting my bell bottoms dirty, and but in a fun way. I can do um, that scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what it makes me feel. It doesn't make sense, but um, yeah, I've I've heard this before. Um, one of my my co coworkers, she was a, a big fan of like this kind of funk and. It just took me back to some fun farm to pie memories and yeah i i listened to quite a lot of funk and it it grows on you like it's it's hard to be in a shitty mood when you hear that silly bass oh yeah it's, it's good shit it's true jameson what about you did you embrace the funk yeah this is just like a good drunk party song like if if everybody's just like right on the edge of getting sloppy, you put this on, everybody's up and moving. Like yeah. it's just a a good song for that. Um, I've heard several different takes on the uh, California uh, knows how to party, you know. So 
Mm-hmm. It, it's a good song. I like it. Um, but also, as I've said on other podcasts, fuck California. <laughs> that was the demerit if you asked me. I was like, damn it. It just has to be the California song. Yeah. Did this make it onto Dusty's California playlist? The Tupac version is. Mm. Will this song? Will this song make it onto the playlist? No. Oh, <laughs> the playlist is exclusive. No. I don't hate this. It's it's just a lot going on. It's maybe too funky for me. I'm not the biggest funk funkaholic. You know, not a funkaholic. It's, I yeah, it's. I I agree with more what Jameson said. I I wouldn't probably actively seek this out, but I would you know to party or something like that. Definitely gets you wanting to move around and you know get the positive vibes going. So, but it's it's not for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. He's well, a funk head. Uh. That takes us to uh, to Nick. How how you how you feel about this funky track? This is th- th- this one was an absolute left turn for sure. And I in it was like you if you just went on a journey like we did with the rest of those tracks, this is like we're coming down from that really intense moment, and then we're just gonna stop left and go to Legoland first <laughs> before we go like before we go home or continue on with the journey. And this is this is just the fun part. And I had a really good time listening to this song. Um, I got a little confused as to the length of that of this particular song, um, and uh, I'll discuss that on our next track. But overall, <laughs> I had a very very positive experience with this track. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, I guess that 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. I didn't mean to catch you. Oh, I didn't have anything to say. Oh, really? No word. I feel you. <laughs> by the time, by the time I apologize, the thought is gone. Uh, but that does take us into the uh, the next track. Zach, it does. What is it? Zachary Force Funk. I have to always like yeah, get it down. But was El Miro Miro? Uh, this. Like I could see where Nick was coming from, but I he, he can elaborate on that himself. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like where you just hit this pocket of funk here, and uh, just you continue your your little like positive uplift. And yeah. I just yeah, I'm, I'm along for that ride, dude. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> in making some playlists, just out you know making ones that aren't you know just 150 songs on shuffle. I've found that I really like that like two-thirds of the way through left turn into like some funkier jazzy stuff mm-hmm. Zachy force funk is a an artist i've been aware of for a really long time <laughs> excuse me uh i found him when i started listening to tobacco back in like 2011 probably You're supposed to smoke tobacco not listen to it you can you can also <laughs> actually you're not years, supposed to smoke man. tobacco don't no don't bad for you. That's uh, why Big Tobacco doesn't support this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it may be dirty uh, money, but it's still money. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'll, Big I'll, Tobacco, I'll if you want to support us. <laughs> we'll we can take your money. We can talk about We can talk about I won't paddle up the kids, but I'll paddle up. How hilarious would that be if the next episode it's like 
brought to you by Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're we're a Virginia Slims podcast. Yeah. Oh, Virginia, uh, fuck we Virginia are. Slims are bust. <laughs> we got to film our seventy-five-year-old uh, woman. <laughs> yeah. We got to film our um, cowboy montage to it for a, a marble commercial, <laughs> and we'll use that that go team song for it. That could be where we get the funding for that. But either way, we're getting in the weeds. We're getting in the weeds. We so hard. So, so let's get back to this funk. So Jasper, yeah. you're saying that you've been aware of Zachary Force Funk for a while. Sometime, yeah. Uh, he did some collaborations with Tobacco, who's a kind of the driving force behind this band, Black Moth Super Rainbow. I don't know if anybody's familiar with them. They're like a psychedelic band. Uh, so Tobacco does some cool shit and Zachy Force Funk was on a, like a remix album of his and they did their own another like cool side project called Demon Queen so the two of them have some stuff and um, he's also on this album by a group called Laser Sword and they're a really cool like glitchy dark house sort of like it's also from like 2010 or 2011 but it's like pre-synth wave blow up um, so he does some music with them so this album came out when I was living over in Belfair, I used to like just be out in the woods, like bumping this and Thundercat, just getting super drunk playing with my dogs. So it takes me back to that. <clears throat> and then uh, it turns out it's like, you know, real like gangster music. There's uh, people that like Jeremiah worked with, people out on the farm. And this is like, like I found it, like showed it to Jeremiah and we were listening to it. And there's other people like, oh yeah. I know who this guy is. Like, this is uh, some real shit down in down in LA. So he's a it's this funk music that goes on with the sort of like culture down there. That's interesting. But I just fucking love the groovy bass lines and the air horn at the end, and it makes me think of you know, I don't know, just fucking around the woods. Shit. Low, yeah. low riders are fucking around in the woods. <laughs> yeah very contrasting but i love it um yeah like i said man i mean honestly i i i can see exactly like why this like fits into that like culture you know just got that that groove and that and that stank that stanky funk on there but yeah this is um i didn't ever realize it would be a probably like a fairly prominent jeremiah showed me them a while ago and I, and I got hooked on one of their tracks and this is another one I'll probably keep revisiting hell yeah but Caleb how, how about you how'd you feel about this funk um pretty much the same as I did about the the previous funk track um I, I think I've heard this one before too because you know I worked at the same place that Jasper was referencing with Jeremiah and, and yeah it was it, I thought it was interesting that you know um, down in LA they they love funk music I was like that's cool you know gotta it just it makes sense because like that it both songs are like the perfect tempo for like um the hydraulics bouncing on your car <laughs> and man that just sounds like a great fucking time um I really like the synth in this one just the little just little blast of you know a quick little synth melody um I think it would take second place in the funk on this playlist but all in all not a bad track <laughs> Uh, Nick, how, how about you? How how did this settle in? Well, I th I thought this was part of the first song. Um, I, I, 
the 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 synth tones were similar enough in in my headphones while I was out walking the dog that I could not tell that this was a totally different song from the Diamond Ortiz song. And it just kept kind of rolling into this what I thought was a totally new section of the Diamond Ortiz song, and it was like, okay, yeah, we got a new vibe going on here. <laughs> and then they just kind of kept rolling with it, and I was like, man, they're really they're really sticking with this Star Wars can- <laughs> Cantina band vibe <laughs> a little longer than I thought. <laughs> It just kind of kept going. Like, I maybe I, I just couldn't hear it that well. But the way that woman was singing, if that, I believe that was a woman singing. Oh no, nah, that's that's Zachy. That's a that's his signature vocal right. sound. Falsetto vocals. That's a oh, that's yeah. a point against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. falsetto is good is Three Inches of Blood and King Diamond. I mean, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this one was super weird for me i i i I think i was halfway through it before i realized that there's no way it could have been a part of the same song because the bit was just going on for too long however it's going straight on my star wars cantina playlist list because Mm -hmm. i'm definitely building one of those for whatever reason (laughs) it was fun and it was funky and i thought that lady or that guy was was singing in hutties so (laughs) that's it's spanish For the most, it's like a mix of Spanish and English. That didn't, that didn't sound like any Spanish, which was very strange because, once again, because I thought it was part of the previous song, the random language change just like threw me for a loop. <laughs> I kept thought it was going to get to a point, and it just didn't. That's also definitely by design on the playlist. It's supposed to, you know, keep the funk going. It threw me for a loop. Keep I enjoyed it. Alive. It was just a very strange experience. And I'm going yeah. to continue yeah. listening to this one. You know, I like elect- a lot of electronic music. I too, you know, had my uh, salad days in 2011 of having lots of fun. But yeah. I'm not like a rave person. I went to one rave and I hated it. So I would be Molly in the privacy of my own home and uh, <laughs> have a strong love for electronic music, but just like a different kind, you know? I can dig that. I can dig that sentiment, man. Uh, I do. I, hang on, I'll put my final comment. Like the, the, you've really sold me on this. Like I was never quite sure about funk, and then it's just it. It really hasn't been till until like just like on this playlist. I'm starting to realize like my more favorite types of funk, like the the, the types that I enjoy the most, are definitely that electronic kind. Yeah, and that's just not something that I'd really considered as that much of an option. So thank you for that. Oh yeah, it exists. Yeah. It's I didn't out. write down any of my notes this time. <laughs> Dusty, how about how about you? I don't know. It's not for me. It's, I, it, it, I guess, yeah, it kind of flowed together with the previous one, but I'm just not the biggest funk person. And the voice I did think was a woman as well. So it's, eh, it's just, no, it's just can't. It's kind of like electronic music. I just don't. <laughs> I, I just it. don't. <laughs> it's, it's not awful. It's catchy. It reminds me of Gloria Estefan in some ways. I don't oh, know why. <laughs> oh, my baby, you can do that. Oh, no, yeah. Maybe it's that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, was this like my Miami nightclub funk? <laughs> like, yeah. You're on the wrong side of the country. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's. It's coked out neon, like I am. Uh, LA. LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, J- uh, Jameson, uh, did did this uh, 
keep you moving? It it definitely kept me moving. Uh, I promise that this will be my last dig at him, but why couldn't Lucas come at us with this kind of funk <laughs> instead of fucking Chromio? Because <laughs> this is way better than fucking Chromio. It is, but, it is, um, it is better. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to lie. About three quarters of the way through this, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to take another turn. Let's move on from the funk. <laughs> but it it's... a. A, a good track, um, but Funk's just not my like go-to. Fair enough. Uh, well, the real test, uh, I think, of this playlist is the is the next track. Uh, we got Groundhog's Day by Primus. Who's gonna love it? Who's gonna support it? But first, Jasper, why'd you put this on the playlist? I put this on here. Another one that came from like. Um, just trying to fill it out, just trying to get 15 songs and really thinking about what I could throw on there. Mm. Uh, love Primus, another big band in the household, always on. Um, this is one of my favorites, I think, from this album, which is their first one, Frizzle Fry. I think it still stands as one of their best. Just the way it starts so mellow and like the guitar lead is just awesome. It's an awesome little riff. But then much like, you know, like that Taramela song, like Men's Shirt, it ends in a much more extreme jam going on. Um, but they're, you know, unlike Taramelos, there's not a lot of effects. There's not a lot going on there. It's a lot of just like guitar based drums doing their thing. And it's, you know, that funky prog rock, prog metal. Um, there's a lot of Rush influence, especially in that early Primus. It's like... Wes Claypool is playing like three Rush bass lines at the same time. Yeah. Um, just always a big Primus fan. And it seemed to fit like, you know, with the funk coming out of one funk thing into another. There's a little like bass, bass feature here in the part of the playlist. Hell yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, oh yeah. No, now it's all good. I think that's it. Oh, I was just going to say, like, this, I mean, like, as soon as it came on, like, I immediately, like, you, like, this was just, like, the, like, Jasper song. I was just, like, I know this fucker and his Primus and, like, just <laughs> hearing the stank on this song, like, you know, like, the like the particular Primus tone, you know what I mean? Like, like once the Primus song hits, you just, like, you can kind of pick it up right away. You're just, like, I know who this is. But, yeah, I just immediately associated it with your, with your face. I was, like, that's Jasper right there. Uh <laughs> There is maybe one funny little, you know, anecdote, a little weird story. Um, I, if, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Belfair, with that city. Belfair, Washington. Oh, it's west of Bremerton. So it's out into the peninsula, out into yeah. the forest. It's this weird little like Highway 3 hick town. Um, we lived out there for a while and there was a bar <laughs> that we would frequent and we were very drunk there one time on like a Thursday and I put some money in the jukebox and I put on a handful of King Gizzard songs and then um, Why Known as Big Brown Beaver. And there wasn't, you know, nobody really cared about the King Gizzard. I was kind of surprised because I picked some pretty deep cuts. Mm -hmm. uh, but then people were like singing along with Why Known as Big Brown Beaver. It was a beautiful moment. I was like, "This is this is a this good is not town. the reaction I was expecting to this. I yeah. was expecting hostility. No, people Anger. were stoked. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. My seat for that story. Yeah, shout out to Belfair. Little, you know, 
You got it. They're getting <laughs> down. Half sewers, half alcoholic meth head down. <laughs> very rowdy bingo. You ever go play bingo at you know some of their bars? It gets off the chain. Some people can throw some bows. <laughs> sounds like a really good time. I kind of want to go to Belfair now. God damn. Jameson, yeah, how'd you feel about this? How'd you feel about uh, this Primus track? So, I I really appreciate Primus, and I like all of their big hits, like Winona's Big Brown Beaver, and Jerry was a race car driver, and uh, John the Fisherman, and stuff. But I have to be in such a certain mood to really appreciate Primus that a lot of the time it just doesn't hit because it's just so off the fucking wall. Um, but they're such a jam band that it's cool to listen to them. But like I said, you just, I at least have to be in such a mood to hear them that this one didn't really do it for me, at least in this playlist. Fair enough. Uh, Caleb, how about yourself? Um, I'm, I'm a Primus fan. I, I haven't listened to them in like consistently in a while um but i did most of that listening with with uh rex and jasper back in the day and i mean they're just an undeniably talented and underrated band by you know the general public but you know those who know like recognize the weird slightly creepy bizarro genius that is primus um all the members i mean they're all monster musicians um this isn't my absolute favorite song off that album but um it is in my opinion one of their best albums so it's like i got i got nothing against it um i i don't know like i probably would have picked a different one but it was really like fun to you know have that throwback and was like oh shit I, like i didn't forget but yeah primus is still a thing i should go go uh go back to my roots if you will also les claypool is an avid fly fisherman so i would love to go fishing with him and talk about music oh yeah cast a few didn't yeah. know that go out looking for the old diamondback sturgeon yeah well you can't fly fish for that but... well no not not uh, you could figure it out but it wouldn't be practical <laughs> nope. uh, nick how about your how about you um, I've never been the biggest Primus fan. I mean, I, I, I appreciate their hits. I mean, one of the first CDs I ever bought was the Sea of Cheese one. Um, but, oh man, the, just the guitarist in Primus. I don't think any other person could be the guitarist in Primus but this guy, whoever he is. Barry he Lalonde. Is just, what, what's his name? Larry Lalonde. Larry Lalonde. Larry Lalonde, you are the most primus guitarist to ever live. (laughs) It it is just absolutely not the type of guitar that I enjoy or the type of guitarist I aspire to be. It's just so different and weird and just it it just sounds shrill. Maybe maybe part of that's just his tone in the mix, but I don't know. It's it's always been the guitar in primus for me, which kind of sucks because I'm missing like a ton of other stuff going on like elsewhere in the in the band. Les Claypool is obviously a genius, and the, like the way he interacts with the drums too is just—it's good music. But that guitar just throws me off to the point where I really can't enjoy most Primus songs, and this is this is one of them. Well, Dusty, did you enjoy this Primus song? Yeah, I like Primus. Um, I, I feel the same way as James, not being a certain mood. 
want to listen to Primus. Um, I do kind of regret not going and seeing them uh, cover Farewell to Kings. Oh, oh it would have been so sick. Yeah. Uh, I think they went through Spokane and Seattle. They did that yeah. back in maybe October or something like that. Yeah. And that would have been cool just to see them cover that album. Yeah. I'm sure they would do an encore with, you know, some of the hits or whatever, but yeah, you yeah. can yeah. Well, I was I've been meaning to look at the the setlist on setlist.com and see what they ended up doing, but no, I, I like Primus quite a bit and I don't have an issue with the guitar at all. I don't I don't get that, but I think it works cuz they're there's they're such a chaotic band and then I feel like the guitars adds to that chaos and it's kind of works perfectly in my humble opinion <laughs> and yeah primus is just a weird band all together i mean you look at the cover art and you, you instantly you saw that that weird claymation that they use like in like their music videos and stuff like that classic it's nostalgia 90s for you yeah absolutely oh yeah um well, and that takes us to, was it Detective Doggington? By, what? Popeye. That's it. I kept wanting. I kept instinctively just saying Popeye, like Popeye. Popeye. Yeah. That's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. Popeye. Uh, but <laughs> this track, I I think, is really fun. It's an. It's like. To me, it's like a. I don't know. Like uh, it could be like an extended uh, Adventure Time, like like theme playing and so to some degree, like it's just it's kind of a fun track. It falls in line with some other things that have been on the playlist that that you've mentioned um, or that we've listened to. But where where do you where where does this link up with some of your influences and whatnot, Jasper? All right, so Pi Pi is this dude, Cook Craig, Cookie Dog. He's one of the guitar players from King Gizzard. This is his solo project. This is the album he just released um, a couple months ago. It's called Dream Themes, and it's um, it's theme songs for TV shows that exist in your daydreams. (laughs) It's a theme for the for the record, and the song it's like you know Detective Doggington, inspired by his dog Homer, you know, being a detective. Yeah, sniffing Um, at this and that, investigating. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he's always made really cool music always got like, great bass lines um a lot of his other albums remind me of like of montreal i don't know if any of you are fans of them but in his like vocal style and the sort of like funky david bowie but also 60s pop style um yeah. i like that music and this one is like a mostly instrumental album which you know, resonates with me. I'm big into that. Mm-hmm. And I just thought the song like flowed really well in the playlist and was a just, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'd heard the album a few times and it made me want to check it out more because it grew on me even as I put it on the list. Yeah, it's Jameson. What's up? Well, I you you can go ahead and say something, but I have uh, some notes on this song. So you you go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna reiterate, like I, I I did really enjoy this one. It kind of, like I said, it sort of takes you on an interesting ride, and um, it makes sense. That this is like the, a side project from somebody involved in King Gizzard. Definitely has you know some some tonality uh, similarities, but yeah, yeah, Jameson, what, what you got on this track? 
So, yeah, like listening to this song, I, I wrote down like I feel like it's trying to um, like be the soundtrack to some sort of movie. And I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> And I like I would have to listen to it several times to kind of figure it out. And then I went and read the album cover of it and it said, um, hold on, let me look so I get it right. Uh, the album cover said theme music to your dreams. And I thought that was fucking perfect. Like it fits that so uh, and as soon as I saw that on the album cover, I went through and I listened to I haven't gotten all the way through it, but the other half of this uh album and it's fucking awesome. Like I I this is contender and maybe my top track on this playlist. Like I got huge um dark side of oz vibes from it you know like, yeah. it's just fucking so sick and i i really like the the whole vibe of it the whole idea behind it and it's yeah this is a fucking killer song and a killer album everyone should check it out oh yeah uh dusty how'd you feel about it definitely get the dream sequence vibe it's just like this your minds are racing going in a thousand different directions with all the, like the the changes to the sections of this and it's interesting i i like the buildup of it the and i get the the pink floyd dark side of the moon thing a little bit there but yeah it's it's a solid track uh, even eight <laughs> Another eight. <laughs> Another but eight. yeah no I, I like all the different transitions and the different it's just like it's not like repetitive it's not like a, a cyclical thing it just it just goes from one end to the other it's, it's interesting hell yeah uh nick how'd you feel about this song i i had no idea that there's an entire album like with this theme going on and i'm actually pretty stoked to check out more of it um this one was a lot of fun i would absolutely sit down and marathon detective doggington <laughs> dude Bitch. same uh caleb uh would you uh find yourself watching a full season of of the detective oh fuck yeah um i was thinking like you know i don't i don't have a dog but if i ever get one i think that's the great name for the dog because then i could just yell detective you know when he's <laughs> when he's being bad he's he's trying to lock up the the mailman um but yeah, yeah like no this is bad this was kind of like a what's the word for it like i was not expecting it like when it first started i was like this is going to be just kind of a chill weird little jam but the more i listened to it i was like this is really it's it is just fucking great just to echo you guys like i love the that like main little like you know he's um i don't know if it's in like a six timing but just like that main little guitar bit that kind of kicks in right at after that mellow start that they keep going back to mm-hmm. um and then the this kind of inquisitive sounding keyboard um it's it's very like it's very narrative and like um i don't know again it just invokes so much like mental images like it's it's such a perfect idea for um an album and really well executed and I mean, that's the kind of stuff like I really I, I love when a song, whether it's through lyrics or just for the the vibe, like kind of like 
I have like a specific like, oh, I can make up my own music video for this in my head. And this one was just so easy. And now that music video is the dog just sniffing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really what it's supposed to be. I think that's the inspiration. Uh, Cookie's a pretty regular dude. He's a pretty normal individual who just happens to be in a raucous band. And I think he likes to take a lot of mushrooms too, based on a lot of his visual accompaniment to his stuff. I could see that. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder if he, uh, I wonder if he's an underwater boy. Uh, might be. Might be. Sometimes I think we're all underwater boys. Um, I don't even know what that means. But Only either way, underwater boy is the name of the next track uh, by Turnstile. Um, this group is like one of those groups. They're they're like they're in their moment right now. I feel like. Uh, but but why out of like some of their songs did you choose this one? I love it. I just happen to love this one. The whole album is great. Um, it's that guitar tone. It's that chorusy like with like the little bit of whammy bar band. That's like I love that shit so much. Put that in a song, and I'll pay for it. You know, seven <laughs> days of the week. Uh, it also transitions really well out of the last one. I think it's a really good, like, I think it's like in the same key, some of the same notes, and it flows really well. Uh, just this album is fantastic. It's one that, I, you know, out of everyone I've showed it to, nobody doesn't like it. I think, like, Glow On is, it's one of those albums that sort of ascends, you know, it's greater than the sum of its parts. Like, the album itself is just, fantastic and another baltimore band <laughs> that brings back baltimore city of the day city of the day and man beach house city. future islands turnstile baltimore's got it going on there. Uh, crab crab boil the, the blue <laughs> crab boil everybody got crabs in baltimore yeah hey come to baltimore everybody's got crabs um, I don't know that about Baltimore. Maybe that, maybe it's true. Itchiest city per capita. Itchiest city per capita. That'd be a proud thing to put on a sign. Uh, no man. So yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely um, like this song. I like, I like when it transitions into that. I don't know, like, I just want to say like punk rockish, like. Uh, section there's these like there's these like uh, these noises that happen these like hits they're like really like these weird like synth almost hits or like goo goo <laughs> like throughout the song they're just really fucking fun to try and catch there's just I don't know there's a lot to the, to enjoy about this this track but uh, Nick how'd you feel about this song I enjoyed it it's Turnstile is one of those bands where I can just kind of tell event like in the near ish future, I'm just going to have one of those moments where I finally decided to just sit down and listen to Turnstile and yeah. I'm going to be hooked. Yeah, there, it sure. has all the elements of that, like of that experience that's happened to me like three or four times now with different bands. Um, I don't know. They're just an enjoyable band to listen to. They, they go hard. They go hard enough for what they need to accomplish and they go soft enough and, and proggy enough. I I was gonna ask if they were a Canadian band because they just had a Canadian feel to them. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But uh, 
but Baltimore is making sense. Yeah, there's there's something going on in Baltimore. There's like tiny little snowstorms. That's what's doing it to them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. I I know I have more turnstile in my future, and I am looking forward to it. There, uh, Caleb. What about you? Yeah, I didn't I didn't mind this at all. Like, um, I'm familiar with Beach House, and this reminded me of that, and now I know why. Same kind of scene, but I like this better than Beach House. It's, it's uh, I like the, it's got a little more energy. The the drum was kind of, you know, just like, I like that frantic little, like, I'm on the hi-hat, now I'm on the snare, like kind of thing. Um, just, you know, moving things along. Um, the production is really cool. All the effects and the, you know, just little echoes and sound effects. I think there was a, a little chime swipe in there. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I was going to say, Jasper, that uh, I was looking at concerts coming through to Seattle and turnstiles coming in the show box yeah some, sometime in the future and so is king giz oh i've so, got tickets already so. oh nice I, I just just had to make sure you were aware <laughs> yep october definitely yep. gonna be but, there but yeah this is uh, this is good i haven't really listened to them honestly i think this is the first time i've listened to them um i've definitely heard of them before but yeah, i like this this is this is a good again like you know if i'm sitting in the pool and just chilling and drinking a a white claw or or God forbid, uh, one of those hard seltzer Mountain Dews. They're coming Ooh, with. Oh, oh yeah, um, dude, I, we're gonna hammer those at the fucking reunion this year, dude. I and, just know it. I just I knew you guys were gonna say that. Like I was bro. like, I, I just expect <laughs> like shit, just those littered here. everywhere. Dusty will be the only one holding dignity down while. No, no. we're gonna make him. I and gave us skis a long time ago. <laughs> what? There's no sugar. No uh, sugar. Uh, I, haven't good. Had a, do. I haven't had a deuce. I haven't had a deuce in oof, 15 years. What? Damn. Oh, oh my mercy. god. Sugar free. Oh man. Um, where are we at? Where are we at? Who, Jameson? How, how do you feel about this turnstile? So, just a real quick side note, Dusty. I, I'm gonna take a little self promotion here. I'm since last year I'm down 70 pounds, nice. but. I I drank a whole liter of Mountain Dew today while writing my notes for this song, so I cheated a little bit. But side, anyways, side note beside, <laughs> Caleb, you have heard Turnstiles before because Jeremiah featured the first song on this album titled Mystery on his playlist, mm -hmm. which was an absolute fucking banger. And this one also doesn't disappoint. Turnstiles, fucking cool as hell. I I haven't dived it, dived into their like back catalog, but I've listened to this album through a couple times, and it's fucking rad. I like them a lot. They have like a really um, like they're a, a unique sound where it's like pop punk and punky and uh, just a little bit harder at times and this song's a little bit on the lighter end of that but mm -hmm. still really fucking cool um yeah turnstile's great i don't remember that shit at all <laughs> go back i i think you didn't like that song but it's good i might have been in a bad mood no caleb <laughs> you received that song fondly because it, it went oh. a lot harder than this one. And I think well, it was yeah. like right next to a Knocked Loose song, which was really confusing. I never know because it's like, <laughs> yeah, if, it was, you ask the first me, song. Yeah. if you ask me, hey, what do you want for dinner? And I just ate lunch. I'm going to be like, fuck you. 
Like, I'm not hungry right now. I can't think about that. That's such a hostile reaction, well, man. That's how I am. What if you need to go to the grocery store and prepare something? You gotta yeah, have an idea that. of what you nah. have for dinner. Nah. Well, no, Dusty, I don't plan. I just feel. <laughs> Dusty, what's your what's your take on this song? At first, I wasn't digging it until the guitar really like kicked in to and it build up like that. Then that kind of hooked me in. It, it, it kind of lends you wanting it the rest of the song that build up and then it has that random just like break <laughs> because kind of like slow again yeah. and then I know at the very end I was I was thinking they were going to hook you again with that build up and, and then it just stops yeah <laughs> like they just want you to keep you know digging back into it I feel like it's, it leaves you wanting more in in terms of the album that goes into like hardcore punk right after that one, oh, I guess yeah. I kind of yeah, it cucks you. Is Turnstile considered to be shoegaze? Because I feel like they're really towing that line sometimes. I think with their new stuff, they're like hardcore. Their old stuff's more just in like that hardcore punk style, but with this album, they really delved into like the shoegaze style. That dreamy stuff, and then also like I don't know, it's like the Beach Boy or not the Beach Boys. It's like the Beastie Boys covering Beach House, kind of. Like there's a lot of their other stuff has like a real, almost like new metal, like Beastie Boys vibe to it, but in a good way. Like Limp Biscuity in a good way, if that makes sense. If that's possible, it really doesn't make sense, but. I'm, I'm 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 morbidly curious. Yeah, I, I don't know. The album's great. Uh, if I think about it, like putting it on paper, I don't think I would like it. But as a whole, it's so good. Yeah, the the description is is honestly really off putting. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like at the drive-in meets the Beastie Boys. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I mean, I've always liked from what I've heard from them, but. Um, well, uh, the next track is uh, a, it's a different group with a really straightforward name. Mm-hmm. Just the is same. the song Ocean Tapes by the band Same. 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 Uh, it's all the same. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a really pleasant track, man. Like, this is just like, I don't know. Like you can just let let some stuff. You can just let it go in this track. Like it washed away with it. You know what I mean? It is. It is very chill. But I want to follow up more with them. But where did you discover them? So I'm pretty sure I found them through Nick Reinhardt's solo project, Disheveled Cuss. It's like very '90s throwback. And yeah, I, yeah. This album came out just when I was listening to it. Um, they're a small band. They have like 470 listeners on Spotify. Uh, you know, the, I just happened to come across them one day and like there are other, the songs like really chill and you know, with like chorusy guitars and the washed out sounds, it is very like laid back. Some of the other stuff's a little more intense, a little more like Modest Mouse or like Pavement. Um, but yeah, it's just a great album from like a new band, a small oh, yeah. new band. Yeah, and, dude. You know, it does one have like, few. sorry. No, I'm one of their few monthly listeners. Yeah. Keeping it. Well, that's always kind of fun to find like that early, like the, you know, those like, I mean, not necessarily like younger projects, but like 
relatively unknown projects you know because there's such a such a gamble you, you know big projects everybody like has their opinion and you've heard if it's good or bad you stumble upon something like this and you're just like i really don't know like yeah yeah you got this album and it's good maybe they'll make more maybe they won't maybe they'll go on to be in other bands you know exciting to be the at the beginning of something yeah um yeah like i said i I really like this and this i want to follow up on this album and then um that group you keep talking you mentioned a couple times disheveled cuss like that that's when i want to check out um (laughs) but yeah there's this like uh, there's this like guitar line in here. It's like, and it's like, it, it like almost goes like into that. Like, I can't, I can't even remember what fucking song it is, but it's like that, like, it's like, um, oh, man. we all sound like assholes on here when we do that, by the way, because nobody understands what we're doing. But, uh, are you talking no, about, it. uh, it's like, like the song from Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, it's in Beetlejuice. Yeah, it's in Beetlejuice. God damn it, dude. That's that's all it was. It just it has that line to it. It just gets cut off. It like it like builds into that. But anyway, we don't need like I just it hooked me every time. I was like, where's this going? Oh, that's it. Um Dusty, how'd you feel about this song, man? The OSHA tapes. It's delightful, like you said. It I really get these vibes of Band of Horses meets mm. if, if Ben Gibbard were to feature on a Band of Horses song, because this guy's voice kind of sounds like I get some Ben Gibbard vibes from it. Which I, I mean, I'm, I love Band of Horses and Death Cabs, so this stuff's right up my alley, and it's, yeah, it's just like relaxing, and as Jared said, just let it go. You know, it could, uh, it would be possibly liquor cabinet rock. Yeah, I might put it in that genre. <laughs> yeah. So liquor cabinets deep killed. You can't yeah. just put whatever you want in the liquor cabinet. Yes, I can. I can put tea <laughs> in there if I want to. <laughs> put coffee filters oh. up there. Coffee filter. Yeah. Um, Jameson, what what's your take on this one? So. Real quick, uh, just about like um, trying to like beat bop a song and figure it out. out that made me think of a memory of calling Caleb at like this had to have been like 2010 ish and drunkenly calling Caleb and being like, What the fuck is this song? and beat bopping it out to him and realizing that it was a Skrillex song. <laughs> <laughs> But he knew almost immediately, which was hilarious. But more on this song. Um, When I clicked on it, it popped up in a playlist of modern psychedelia, which I don't know that that's like super fitting. But at the same time, I can I can see it a little bit. Um, Cool song, really chill vibes. I don't know that I'll like dig more into same, but I do like this song. Uh, I, yeah, it's good. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Nick, you, how about you? Um, it was it, it, for me. It was fine. Um, it was it was nice and relaxing to listen to. I like the tones of it all. It, it 
it, it, it felt like its own kind of complete self-contained idea of I, I, I don't know this it, I, I have literally no way of describing what I'm trying to describe right now but what <laughs> the sound of this track is very intentional is what I'm trying to communicate here mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it was nice to listen to but for me it was just slow enough that I don't think I'm going to revisit so it's, it's fine it's fine uh, Caleb, yeah, how are you? I liked it. Um, you it, did. It is like it. Yeah, it's definitely on the on the slow side, but um, it's like the guitar tone is really nice. I like the you know the chill, just you know drum beat driving things along. I I don't know why. I just I love I love the good ride cymbal beat, and this is chock full of that. And the the thing you did where you're trying to describe the. <laughs> Are you trying to like hum the melody reminded me of when we'd be playing something like back in the day and Rex would go, just do this, go da na 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 da da I'm like, Rex, that doesn't sound like a melody at all. Like, <laughs> like but I mean Jasper got it right away, which goes to show why he was a better fit to jam with Rex than I probably ever was. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I mean like yeah, I, I granted like depending on my mood, I would probably be like I'm I'm kind of bored. I'm gonna move on, but it's definitely you know for that kind of thing that chill vibe. Like this is the the end of the party where we're all just too drunk and I'm laying on a couch staring at the ceiling, and that's it's a nice vibe. With your foot on the ground to keep from getting the spins. That's right. <laughs> yep. This is helping what? me not throw up. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it's the it's the doobie that you sneak snuck home and you're smoking before you go to bed. Yeah. No way, man. I think the next track's that doobie, dude. Like (laughs) like legit. Like the next track's like I can't tell you the amount of times like I would go downtown and we'd have like a really long night hitting like it being at the bars downtown and I'd stop at home and grab like that last because I, for me, it was always like, what can I get drunk with the cheapest? So a lot of times, if I was being classy, I would buy myself a really like tall IPA, that torpedo IPA, and I'd try and drink it like <laughs> ASAP. But like that, that on like the porch by myself at like three in the morning when it's completely dark and I'm like drinking that, smoking a stove, just like this is a song I'd want to fucking listen to. <laughs> the mur- uh, rolling on by the Murlocs. Like, like it just, I, it just hits. I mean, I don't know why it's just like this like uh it's got some like soulful vocal work a little bit like i like the, the pace of the song like i don't know why man it's a good nightcap like the whole both like i like the you really accomplished a good flow with this jasper like because you really go through like some stages you hit that funk pocket which kind of gives you this like positive boost and then you just kind of like have this really nice like washout to the end of the like of the playlist. It's really fucking cool. But anyway, I, I keep babbling on about this. Uh, where was the where the influence come from for this track to be on the the last one here? I mean, it's a it's an easy choice for a last playlist song. Just like the mood, the lyrics, the rolling on, the way it yeah. ends, kind of so like it's so chill and you're just vibing with it, and then like ends abruptly. It's a great you know sort of like wake up at the end of a playlist sort of thing yeah. um, again 
a King Gizzard adjacent band. The Murlocs are uh, Ambrose. So he's the guy who does harmonica and keyboards for King Gizzard. Okay. And um, Cookie from Pi Pi, that guy, plays bass for the Murlocs now. So that's all okay. intertwined there. Yeah. And it's another like melodramatic, right off into the sunset type of song um, that just it hits, you know, it gets in the feels. It seems like, you know, like you feel like you're rolling on. I always felt, I don't know, makes me feel kind of sappy and a little acclimbed, you know, like we're all just we're rolling on. Yeah. No matter what, just chugging on, having to leave stuff behind, but keeping on the up and up. Yeah, man. Well, it's the, yeah, it's the truth. Like, you know, it's like moving in a lot of ways. Like you just have, like, you know, you, you have to take your shit, but you just gotta like, you know, I don't know. You gotta be like, you keep your head up about it, no matter how comfortable you may have gotten, you'll be comfortable again. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. This, and uh, like, you know, don't get used to having me around. Cause I'm going to be moving on pretty soon. There's yeah. a lot of that. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a good, like, it's like a equally, like, easily digestible track, but has, like, the certain, like, weightiness in a way mm-hmm. that makes you pay attention to it. Yeah. Gives it that, like, that soulful heaviness. Um, yeah. Damn fitting. Damn good track to end, if you ask me, man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, see if these, any of these, council members disagree uh dusty do you what do you feel about this track i'd agree with that it's delightful um do you get that yeah like going home vibes or riding into the sunset vibes on it you know is this uh was the lead singer a woman nope what is you no nope. really guy ambrose hmm it's a lad very high voice a lad. I, yeah. I, I thought it was a black woman to be honest she does sound like a lady a soulful black woman mm-hmm. but i enjoyed it it, it uh, i think it worked perfectly for the end on there that's and it's just like that classic like there's not a whole lot going on you know just it's a guitar and it's got a nice riff to it so it's it's an eight Dude, that's three eights. That's th- I would also consider this twenty-four you, overall. You could put this in the liquor cabinet as well. Yeah, mm, you can see yourself on a porch, you know, just watching the sunset or something like that, and just chill. Yeah, sipping that liquor into the evening. Do <laughs> that or tea or some. I don't know, some milk. I don't know. Whatever whatever you kids are into these milk. Yeah, to keep that fridge, man. Enjoy a of cocaine or a nice drip of PCP. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> drip, drip. Whatever you want. <laughs> uh Caleb, what's your what's your take? Um, so I I didn't mind it. Um it the song structure is really good. Um the arrangement's really good. I like that little like part where they do the little little drum fill like rolling that's cool um i don't love his voice it's not bad it he's doing well at what he's doing it's just not my my favorite but it's not really a complaint either it's just if i had to be a little bit critical which i think i've really been lacking on during this playlist which is is very commendable yeah um but if i had to be nitpickly 
I'd say, eh, his voice isn't my favorite, but it's a good song. Knit pickly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like pickles? Yes. No. Absolutely mm. not. Uh, get that fucking dill. Dill's the worst. Oof. Oh, you get gotta that get good ones that were made properly. Spicy bread and butter. Uh, maybe. I like a good Vlastic. Oh, God, so basic. You gotta make homemade pickles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jameson. Uh, <laughs> pickle cabinet. Whoa. Odds on this track. And no. what's your favorite pickle type if you have a favorite pickle type? I don't like pickles. What? And I'm very seldom on the pickle. Yeah, like the only acceptable pickle is like a bit of relish in fry sauce. Oh my god. But yeah. Yeah. um anyways. Uh I I'll kind of it's echo Caleb's sentiments up. with a little bit more like uh like slightly harsher the the vocal work in this didn't do it for me like i thought there was a little bit of over singing that was off-putting for me the the musical track and it's good but not anything like super uh profound for me so it, it was a good thing to end the playlist on but not definitely not a contender for my favorite on the list yeah well, uh, I guess that brings you brings us to Nick. I don't know what you guys are complaining about. That song was fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm saying it was pretty good. It, it, I this was another one of the songs that I just listened to not for. There, there's so much music that I that I can only listen to as a musician, and it, this style of music, these especially like these these sort of themes or if they're going to run with like a very old vintage type of sound or if they're going to only sing about pirates um that's like an easy sell for me because that's going to be something to distract me from like my overly critical mind about what i think music is and what it should be because obviously my opinion matters all that fucking much but this was one of those songs that i could just enjoy for what it was and I don't know, it was, it was a lot of fun to listen to. It had a very nostalgic feel to it, both for like the, the era that that music comes from and also for that like era of late 2000s indie kid movies. Hmm. Yeah. Michael yeah. Sarah was up for a part, but he didn't get, quite get it. <laughs> yep. It's the Australian Michael Sarah. Yeah. He got, he got too mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, overall, dude, like, I really, like, this was not, like, I didn't get any, like, piss and vinegar out of this fucking playlist. Like, I enjoyed just about every track on here, um, which is, you. it's actually getting rarer and rarer the longer we do this. Usually I'm, like, getting better at, like, finding something. I'm just like, fuck that one. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta say, man, I got, like, when it comes to music, Jasper, you're somebody that I always think has like really eclectic and impeccable taste. And so it's always kind of a pleasure to see what you're like jamming on or like throwing, you know, like that's why I like doing something like this. It's like, I really wonder what he's going to throw our way, you know, because it's like a shit that like I've maybe heard about or shit I've definitely not heard about. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's pretty We're cool. going man. for that for sure. Definitely really trying to throw some love stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, I was hoping. I don't know. I expected a little bit more, a little bit more pushback. I expected some songs to not be as appreciated. 
I always but, try to be at least a little bit hateful. Yeah, I sprinkle a little in there. You gotta sprinkle a little bit in there, but when it's genuinely like tough to do it, though, you're sort of like, "Fuck, man!" Uh, and that, I mean, all that being said, we gotta pick our tops and bottoms before before anything, and so and inevitably we all have to find the track that we like the least. Does anybody have any off the top of their heads? I can go. What you got? Okay, so both my tops and bottoms had like competitors and it, it, coming into this, like I knew I wasn't going to be able to pick until we went through. Um, so I'll start with bottoms. So I finish on a high note. Um, I feel a little bit guilty, but I think my competitors for the bottom were the Primus song Groundhog's Day and Men's Shirt by Terra Malos. Um, I think I'll probably give my bottom to the men's shirt song. Just didn't really do it for me. Um, top competitors was uh, either Ode to the Mets by The Strokes or um, uh, Detective Doggington. And after talking it through, I think I'm going to give my tops to the Detective Doggington song. And I didn't think I was going to do that. I thought I was going to give it to the Strokes, but that <laughs> that song by Pipe Eye was fucking rad. So that's that's going to take my top pick. Nice. Uh, Nick, did you do you have yours? Yeah. Um, so right right at the top of the list is going to be Night Expo by the OCs. That song was just too much fun. Um, way all the way down at the bottom where it belongs is men's shirt. I'm going to agree with Jameson <laughs> on that one. That song was just f- frustrating. Damn. <laughs> um, and uh, special men- mention does go to uh, Zachy Force Funk for putting in some Space Cantina music. So that was cool. <laughs> I heard. Uh, Caleb, do you have yours? Yeah. Um, so, again, like the whole thing was like I I didn't hate anything. I, I I don't think we got a single gavel on this playlist, which is kind of unprecedented. Like I think Jasper deserves some kind of special award for that. I, I was gonna say I think I threw gavel out there, but it might have been related to like somebody. Uh, we were throwing shade at maybe like Lucas or something like that, and I threw gavel. <laughs> I got somebody, something, something there. But legitimately, I I was like trying to fish to see if anybody had some at first, but then I was like, I don't think we're gonna get one this playlist, yeah. which is unfucking no, no. canny. Crickets. We Crickets. we gavelled my my opinion of of men's shirt. We gavelled that. Oh, one that's after it. I said it was. Because it was designed in a lab to piss me off. Yeah, okay, that's, that's well. Even still, only one gavel. Yeah, um, it's and not still... not for me. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I would say the. Are we the, getting open minded? No, mm. we can't. We can't do that. Um, no. <laughs> Close um, it up, I would, guys. I'd probably say um, it was a bit of a tie, um, and not because they weren't like well done or anything, but just how they made me feel between uh beached by man man and men's shirt um and not to pile on but i gotta give it to men's shirt for the bottom just because <laughs> it scared me and the the whole the line about like i got the shirt from my grandpa it wasn't enough to save it um but it was good i'll give him that um and then the top uh it was kind of a tie between everyone's a vip to someone by the go team because just super super fun and silly but i don't know the more i think about it i'm 
I, I think I agree with with Jameson Pipi. Detective Doggington was that kind of just that that dark horse, and it it came through and really. Like, I, I'm definitely gonna check that album out. So. Nice, nice. Well, Master Gill, what are your tops and bottoms? All, all in, in on a low note. Oh, certainly. I one. Uh, it's gonna be that everyone's a VIP. Someone, it's just delightful. Made me happy. Good pick. Bottom, I could pile on men's shirt, but for me, is this uh, El Miro Miro? I don't know. I didn't care for it. I didn't care for the funk. Parent, <laughs> <laughs> crush that funk out of here. Um, for me, it's like, yeah, it's more or less uh, having to like pick something that I I would. I could do without on the playlist more rather than like not really disliking because like you, I think you've turned me on to some cool shit on here. Um, so if I had to like chop something off there, I would maybe. I mean, like I don't know. Yeah, it's I'd probably chop like maybe like Super Soaker, just because it was one. Like I liked it, but I could, you know, I, I could, I could do with that. It wasn't my favorite ones on the. It wasn't one of my like favorite ones on the list. You assholes are all gonna have to fucking like. I was, I so want to choose men's shirt as my top favorite <laughs> because because you guys all fucking hate it. I love, I really like that song, and it's like it's definitely like right there for me. You know what I mean? It's like. I don't know why it's just weird enough. The lyrics are just weird enough. Everything's presented in, like you guys all said, like the it's they know what they're doing, and they're and that's why I think it's even more genius. It's because like they know it sounds weird. And it's gonna like cr- make people cringe a little bit or whatever. Like it's fucking great. So I really wanted to give it to Men's Shirt, um, but it's gonna get beaten out by jerry paper like that jerry paper track really hooked me for some fucking reason and i can't wait to dig more into jerry paper like oh yeah i'm gonna throw that one out there's like so i don't know man like i said it's a really good pick if you jasper if you had to choose like a like a favorite and a, and and a least favorite off the off this like what what would you set aside it's tricky for sure for uh sure. I think just because I've listened to it so many times, Carpe Diem by Solos has probably got to be the bottom. Fair enough. Just a little played. Yeah. It's cool, but it kind of loses its magic after a minute. And it's the same thing with that band in general. Like, uh, it's a real mood sort of thing for me. Fair enough. Tops. It's either like Night Expo or Beached. Dude. Or detective doggington just because like i don't know it's a new album to get into yeah hi fi does some real cool stuff i think that's one i think most like are all of us gonna interest interested in getting the, into that album or we yeah go listen to it everyone it's fucking rad like uh, yeah i'm definitely like intrigued i think it's one of those rare ones that we can all say sort of say like dang there's something there yeah, it's a real good one too. If you know, if you're gonna lay down and go to bed, or if you know it's early in the morning, you maybe indulge in a doobie and put on the headphones and just listen to it. It's, it'll it's do great. you. It'll do you well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, fuck, man. Like seriously, thank you, thank you for putting together this like this this excellently like 
crafted playlist if you ask me it's always fucking it's always a pleasure to see like i said like what you're kind of listening to jasper because i know you're just sort of I don't know. You yeah. got all these pockets of fascination that you can just pull and pull out and just be like, yo, check this out. And like, look at this. Yeah. And, yeah. This know, is man. though, if you really want to know what I'm listening to in my day to day though, like in my CD player, it's uh steal this album by system of a down. I think searching for a fair former clarity by against me and, um, air vulgaris by Queens of the stone age. Those are the three that I've been spinning. Oh, and uh, in keeping secret, no, um, uh, go to Paul and Burning Star Four by Cody and Cambria. Dude, that's another group that's coming that's through so soon. <laughs> Coheed, oh, man, hell yeah! All right, well, hot dogs or future corn dogs, I should I should say. Uh, you know what to do. Fucking listen to this shit, Jasper. One more time, tell us where where people, where people can find your music though. Oh yeah, soundcloud.com slash diarrhea warning. <laughs> you know it. You've been warned. Get on there and fucking listen, man. New music regularly, trying to put it out. It's there's a wide variety. There's there's, there's some every- fun shit on there, man. I can attest to that. There's some really fun shit to listen to. Oh, and just a shout out through diarrhea warning and this podcast and everything. Um through finding all of this, Pete Larson has reached out to me and I've been in contact with him. So thanks to Old Heart Radio. Thanks to all this for getting in contact with an old homie. Dude, I'm so glad. Uh, that's That's been this great weird side effect and I hope it continues. I hope that people can see that how we're continuing to branch together ourselves and like how we can continue to branch out to each other. It's a, it's, it's a strange unedited side effect of old art radio <laughs> there there brand. should be another playlist there pete should be on this that'd absolutely. be epic absolutely man that would be fucking cool uh hell yeah well that would we'll leave it we'll leave it there for this episode but everybody make sure you keep tuning in jasper's playlist is going to be posted up on our fucking link tree so get your link on and uh go listen to it yourselves and you know we'll see you on the next episode with who knows fucking what um any final words gentlemen you guys all you guys all content somebody's gotta say keep your stick on the ice keep your stick on the ice <laughs> there it is don't get your hands stuck in the pickle jar oh that's be- definitely not something that you want to do your hands out the pickle jar. Uh, <laughs> all right, keep it easy. One love. <laughs> One love. What up? <laughs>